Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Wrestling Rehab Up podcast. I'm your host, Mari Forth. And with me, as always, my co-host, my tag team partner, the Luchasaurus to my Jungle Boy Jack Perry, Mr. Mascot. What's going on? Woo! Woo! Mari, happy to be here. Happy to uh, lucha it up to, I don't know, I would rather be Jungle Boy. I just think, like, I like his aesthetic more. He's less creepy. I really feel like that that was the first thing I was going to do. I was going to switch it up. I was going to do that. But then I was like, I then I feel like he's going to say something. I feel like you just say things. You just automatically want to say the opposite person that I give you. Are you accusing me of being a contrarian? Because (laughs) I'm not one. If you're whatever you're confusing me of, you're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. I mean, like, look, I don't look. Okay. So this, I'm just taking it in. You know, Jungle Boy, you get the kick pads, mm-hmm. you got the little, the little, the little trunks, Very you got cool. the hair. No? That to me feels more like me okay. than just like you. All you, right. I could picture you in like a dinosaur costume. Is that a compliment? I don't. All right. Well, I don't. <laughs> I can't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> I think it's um, more like a neutral. Um, great to be here. Great yes. to be tuned in and to be the Luchasaurus. And you know what? I would actually like to think on that note that I would have won Big Brother. So let's just there leave it go. at that. Yeah, exactly. Instead yes, of leaving Mari, your shoe without your shoes. What, what a smooth start to this yeah. week's episode. Uh, As how's always. it going over there? It's going good. It's lovely to see you again this week. Yeah. Yeah, it's been so long. It's like been a two few days. days. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. If you um didn't uh, catch it, me and Matt were guest hosts on the Bachelorette podcast this week. So much fun, you know. I I mm-hmm. love talking to Amy and Haley. I'm on there as much as they allow me, and so it was really great to um <laughs> have you on there with me this time because it was. We were just sitting back and all listening to you talk about your 29 pages of notes. Look, I have to say it is that's a shoot. It's a shoot. There are <laughs> 29 pages of notes. I will say that some like if you take out some of the headshots of the guys from ABC's website, maybe it's more like 22 pages, but 
it was a lot. And I was scrolling through even just the other day, like, what happened? How did I? But I'm glad that I got on board with the Bachelorette train. And I will say, yeah. I too enjoyed podcasting with you, with Haley, with Amy. I'm on as much as they'll let me. And um, <laughs> so far, that's only been once, but I had fun. In, and I'll keep watching the Bachelorette. Hopefully, um, I'm back because I, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know about the next Bachelor. That's a whole other right. conspiracy. But one day I will watch that show again and be part of the draft and, and, have maybe I'll have even more pages of notes. Yeah. Maybe if they bring you on as the draft, they'll they'll win. Because since you're you're working from a, a novice position, what? They, uh, no. I, yes. Youth, I'm work no, I'm an expert. Literally, <laughs> I have in my 29 pages, I have a list of people who I'm like, ooh, they have a chance. They have a chance. They have a chance. Mari, don't underestimate my reads. My reads are solid. And I'm I would win that draft. I would be Asia. I would be Amy. I would <laughs> okay. be Haley. And I'm just All saying right. now I'm calling them out. If they think that they could beat me at the Bachelorette, <laughs> then you have another thing coming to you because baby boy is here for the draft it's like am i going somewhere with this no but this is turning into a pro wrestling promo and that's um, and that's what we do best we turn everything into a pro wrestling promo here yeah so sponsored was, yeah. by my cup of coffee thank you so much coffee <laughs> yeah it was so fun we did a yeah, great job and Definitely go check out the Bachelorette podcast. Uh, they cover the Bachelor and Bachelorette. They they are literally on their fifth like their fifth season in one year. Like it is nuts bananas. But so. we are basically on our fifth season. I mean, <laughs> no, like the, yeah. I mean, it depends how you do the math. No but like, it's all the same. We're kindred souls, right? With yes, the, they, them over on the podcast. And I I will also say this week's episode featured the Bella. Well. <laughs> Yeah, this week featured is a strong word. Featured featured is a strong word, but the Bella Twins yeah. were there mm -hmm. doing the things that were up. wrestling adjacent. Uh, adjacent, perpendicular, somewhere in the that ballpark there <laughs> of wrestling. <laughs> All right, let's just get into some, just like some a <laughs> little bit of news here. Um, uh, Bray Wyatt, uh, Mr. Wyndham Rotunda is reportedly working on a movie. Yeah, it's supposed to be like a horror movie. Um yeah, he he's good friends with some of the producers of like um a horror film studio. Um he's been working with them, you know, during his fiend stuff. You, you know, the great Tom Servino. So, um it looks like I'm trying to pull the the uh the name of the production company here. But oh, well, Colossum, Colossum Studios. Uh, he he he's worked with Colossum Studios owner uh, and makeup uh, effects artist Jason Baker, and they were on the uh, Warner Brothers lot. They're spotted in Warner Brothers, and so they're supposed to begin filming uh, for their horror film later on this month. And we don't know the name of the film. We don't know what it's about. But all they said is, is it's going to be really new and different. And then they described it as Itchy the Killer, Itchy the Killer meets Xanadu. So, like, I'm intrigued. <laughs> I'm, I'm baffled. I'm baffled. Yeah. I, Both. Um, Both. Uh, like, yeah, here's what I'll say. Here's what I'll say. You know, you have to be true to you, Mari. You'll be yeah. the intrigued one. I'm going to be the one who's like, let me know when they're on the third film, like when he's in his third film, because 
you know, we had, uh, Dave, I, I was going to say Batista, but I need to give his shoot name, Dave Batista. We had mm-hmm. him, um, in his meteoric rise to stardom. And, you yep. know, I, I feel like the first movie he was in was Guardians of the Galaxy. Maybe. Uh, I happen to see it. Even if it one? wasn't, though, let's just I say it was. Yeah. I happen to see that, but like, I just think I, I want, I want to see all of these wrestlers thrive in Hollywood because I think it's really great for wrestling. Yeah, um, it's also really great for them individually, and hopefully mm-hmm. this works out for Wyndham. Yeah, and they, Wyndham they sounds all- like such a formal name, by the way. Do you think he goes by like Wendy or Ooh, Winnie? I like Wyndham. It's very, it has a lot of gravity. Wendy Rowe. Wendy Rowe. And that's a, I think that name, that he's named after his, like, his grandfather, who Barry is. Barry Wyndham. Barry Wyndham. Yeah. Very famous. He comes from oh, two, <laughs> two sides of wrestling, like, family. Like, amazing. Good for him. Um, but they're, they're no. saying that it's not going to be fiend related. Like, it's going to be a totally different character, which is great as that's well. That's good. Because, well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Bray yeah. can do a lot. We've seen he can do like acting is literally his strong suit. Like he could go the role. Uh, did you ever see See No Evil with Kane? Yep, I did too. Why? And I read the book too. Very impressionable kid. I said, "Oh, WWE, yeah, let's go." It wasn't I that it was great. A good movie. It see, was, I, well, it was no, right. I, I thought. Let me correct. Let me say that again. I thought it was a good no i didn't actually i didn't even think it was a good movie at the time who am i kidding um it wasn't great the book was interesting i don't know how they roped me into reading the see no evil book right that was fascinating i think like the there was like a murder and a story and there was also a book but like the cane and the the cane the cane and the undertaker were up against each other in the it was a whole thing it wasn't that bad it just was like your typical slasher film, like teens run into like a, a abandoned house and they get mowed down. Like it was, it was just spoiler. Like, spoiler for a fifteen-year-old movie. I mean, <laughs> no one's probably seen it, so <laughs> so yeah. Like I mean, Bray could do something to that effect, but smarter. I could definitely see that happening. So good for him. Yes. Oh, what? But, no, I get. But, I'm just like I. I get. I'm nervous for him because I don't want him to typecast into this special effects sci-fi horror slasher kind of role. Like, but honestly, that's I get nervous. That's why I'm nervous. I'm nervous. I, like, I mean, not everybody is going to be Dwayne the Rock Johnson and be typecast into the biggest action star of all time. So if you're, you know, and then John Cena is trying to do the same thing. So if you're coming from a wrestling background and then Batista, same, like, do you think Bray cannot fit? I don't think Bray should try and fit into that mold of like, no. oh, action hero. So him going the horror route could be really good for him, especially since he's a proven actor. He's literally taken everything that they've given to him and, and you know worked his ideas in a way that they've all always like at least gotten over with the fans story wise, you know, booking and wrestling wise, maybe not, but he's always had that story element but down pat. I just want to see his face is oh. what I want. That's all I want. That's like literally a very simple thing, but we'll see kind of what happens with his career. And also I think even more, um, the thing that wrestling fans probably care about more is if, and when he returns to the ring, um, we don't even know 
the circumstances truly around his in-ring status. Like, is he healthy and able to go? We don't know. Mm-hmm. Does he want to wrestle? We don't know. Um, but I'm, I'm just pushing for like whatever he wants. I want what's best for him and wishing him all the best. But this is great news for him. It sounds yeah. like this is a big milestone and not everyone has this type of opportunity. So yeah. good on, good on Wendy. <laughs> Wendy Williams. <laughs> I completely agree, except for that last part, calling him Wendy. I yeah, I he his That's ninety cute. day compete clause has been up for a while, if I remember correctly, because he was like in one of those. There's been so many rounds of late. Cut. It was like late Ju- July, early August. Was it? Don't math. No, even us. that it's still up. Yeah, it's recently up. Jeez, Ooh. time. Time. Yeah. So is a flat I mean. Circle. I, I I want him, I I would love to see him in Hollywood in in that type of capacity. So good on him. Hollywood up, Hulk Bray. <laughs> Ew. Uh, um, yeah. <laughs> next up. Next up for news, we also got Keith Lee. Keith Lee um posted on his birthday thanking all the fans um for the birthday well, shout out. Yeah. Worth n- noting, uh, I mean, you were going to say this anyway, everyone mm-hmm. knows this, but uh, in case anyone forgot or missed last week's episode or hasn't been on the internet at all over the last week, Keith Lee uh, was unjustly released from right. the WWE mm-hmm. um, and he put, it was his, br- what? Yeah, he That's was so released like, two days, like, yeah, a few days before his birthday, a month or so before his wedding, like. Uh, they don't like him they yeah i mean yeah if letting him go is some indication that there's something they didn't like about him that's just brutal and it does sound like they kind of just slash slash slashed and got rid of a ton of people who Mm -hmm. um we really love and who the world loves but damn oh also tell us Speaking of which, like you know, if you guys watched last week, we were reacting to the releases. Um, we were acting, we were reacting to the to the releases as they were coming through. Come to find out uh, later that some of the releases were due to vaccination status as well. Yeah, so that could uh, make sense why a few of those names were also cut. (laughs) Yes, and also a few of them were folks who had requested their releases too, from what I've heard since and understand. So yeah, like um, between like from grand Malik and Lindsay Dorado. Yeah. Uh, I think that they fall into the category <laughs> allegedly of people who requested their releases. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nia Jax uh, allegedly not, not, not vaxxed allegedly. Oh, allegedly. not okay. Yeah. Ale- yeah. Uh, well, yeah. she spoke out saying that she was taking time off for her oh, mental health. We need to talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. She said she was taking time off for her, her mental health and she had asked for like another week and then she was cut and she said she basically said they nobody uh, asked her about her status and did not give her a, a chance to change the status if she wanted to. So yeah. She had chances. <laughs> She had chances. I mean, I and I think the mental I take this set separately from the mental health conversation because mm-hmm. that's very serious. And yeah. it is cruel if what she's saying is true. And they released her like that un, under right. the circumstances where she was taking a mental health break uh, for very obvious reasons. It's not great to lose your job under those circumstances. Mm-hmm. But 
she, I mean, has she gone and gotten? I don't know. I'm not going to talk. Know. I don't want to talk about this because it's a lot of allegedly, but I'm just it's saying, a lot like, of allegedly. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I don't know. Like if Naya, it, I, I can't see them not being able to come to terms. Like I don't Naya is, I, I would be very shocked if Naya shows up anywhere else, to be quite honest. Um, so Maybe totally. maybe she'll take a break and then maybe they'll see if they can try and work it out. But I just it would be really hard for me to to see her in another promotion, to be quite, quite honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a rough. I mean, that happens. I think there are a lot of people even this year. We could probably go down the list and point to a number of people like, oh, that's probably the last time that we'll see them in wrestling for a variety yeah. of reasons, mm-hmm. including reputations and just like maybe some people aren't that interested in being wrestlers. But you were talking about the one, the only, limitless. Oh Keith yeah. Lee. Keith Lee. And his so his notes, his note app, which by the yeah. way, I don't know what app he used, but this looks like a very professional note app. Yeah. Like a nice white background, good aerial font. Yeah, he basically was just thanking the fans for the positivity and, you know, talking about it's been rough, but, you know, but the biggest thing that he said in his release was, I paid all my medical bills from the many offices and machines I frequented. There is positivity in that. And I do find it amusing that people believe anyone but me paid for my medical expenses. So... Um, WWE then took this kind of as a a shot to them um, saying like uh, they actually issued a statement which a lot of people pointed out like they don't normally do this shout out to uh, Derek and the Job Hazard Squad cast um, Mm -hmm. Facebook group for bringing this up but they actually responded and um, they said, they said, do you have oh, the yeah, statement got, pulled up? Because um, they, what well, I'm, I have the statement over here, and oh, yeah, basically they, what they said, I'm because I'm reading this because I think the specific language they use is in, is always interesting. Keith mm-hmm. Lee's recent comments implying WWE failed to pay his medical bills are erroneous. And by the way, what Keith Lee said was, "quote I paid all my medical bills." from the many offices and machines I frequented, period, Mm -hmm. end quote. So that's what he said. So they're saying his statement is erroneous, and they're saying WWE has an extensive healthcare program for the medical care of all of its in-ring performers. Mr. Lee was part of that program. Should Mr. Lee, ooh, this is the shady part. Should Mr. Lee have any concerns over the payment of medical bills, he's welcome to address them with WWE. I don't know who this person is who wrote the statement, but I don't want to be on their bad side because it does feel a little shady. It also doesn't, it's not them saying we paid for all of Mr. Lee's medical bills. That's not what it's saying at all. So I don't know what to think of this or make of it, but I just am, I tend to believe that the truth probably lies somewhere in the middle. Somewhere in the middle. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Like, uh, if, maybe... here's what I would say: If mm-hmm. Keith Lee sent his medical bills to WWE today, after this situation, I think that they would pay his medical bills. But also, like, I don't know how they would know that they. I don't think there's any way they would know that they paid all of his medical bills. He knows his medical bills better than they do. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it kind of sounded like they were trying to say they said there's a medical program or sure they pay for people's stuff they do pay for people's yeah. stuff but that doesn't mean that they necessarily paid for Keith Lee's medical care maybe he I mean maybe there's a world where he didn't ask them to pay for his medical care I could see that because he didn't say that they didn't pay for it he just said that he paid for it which mm-hmm. maybe that was just like something that he was proud of and did yeah we don't know. We're not in yeah. anyone's pockets. But <laughs> to me, I just think, like, I know that he's not li- I-, I would be shocked yeah. if he was just lying and making stuff up, you know? Like I said, when I first read that statement, I didn't think that, I didn't think of it as a shot at WWE. Like, I, no. I was like, oh, okay, yeah. I, I felt like he was saying, like, graciously, like, he, at least all, he doesn't have to worry about his medical bills because they're all paid in full. You know what I'm saying? Like, that you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that's what, you know what I'm saying? Before getting like laid all off, of my all language of his bills is so are taken, powerful. Yeah. yeah like, like, all his bills are taken care of. So he doesn't have to worry about that while, now that he's like jobless. Huh. But then I guess that second, you know, that second part that he said that anybody else paid them off but me is, is like laughable or whatever. I think that's where they took the offense. So I don't know. It definitely feels like making a mountain out of a molehill to me. But Mm-hmm. WWE gun WWE. It's not my molehill like, and it's not my mountain. Like, yeah. It's not Okay. Yeah. Figure it out. Just get your bills paid. Um send them to uh finance at WWE.com and they'll probably <laughs> hook you up. Like I don't know what to tell you. I mean, but I mean I email. it is it is very frustrating because of like you have Keith Lee who's just he put out his statement, right? I'm sure there's more he'll have to say on it in the future or, you know, sooner or later. But then yeah. you have uh, WWE with their very corporate jargon statement, which could be interpreted so many ways. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm annoyed by it. I, I don't trust so. them too much, but that's a whole other story. Ooh, so much, so much going on. Anything else, though, Mari, like related to the releases that from last week that you'd mentioned? I feel like we were kind, we were literally like just shocked just as it was happening. Yeah. Because it was happening as we were oh, recording. Grand, Me- uh, Grand Metalik and Lince Dorado. So mm-hmm. that was kind of funny. So when, um, was it, it was Lince, right? When Lince Dorado got released, um, mm-hmm. everybody's favorite, uh, show parents uh, <laughs> we're going to get cancelled Izzy's parents are going to cancel us we've talked about <laughs> them like three weeks in a row at this point no um, here's the thing No, wait let mm-hmm. me just say I fully support Izzy Okay, I'm an Izzy fan right not a fan gotcha. of her dad not a Oop. fan of her, her stage dad but Oop. Oop. there it is um so Lince Dorado got released Uh, like we said he more than likely he asked for his release Izzy's dad then and I think her mom too went on to kind of like make fun of him being released yeah and then Lince saw it and basically was like I have a show today at four like come through and say this to my face and he screenshotted the tweet and by uh, he screened so he was smart because he took a screenshot because he said I like this move. I like it. You you said, I know he's going to delete this tweet because yep. I know he doesn't <laughs> want to get these hands. So um, he deleted the tweet, but Lindsay had that screenshot. So yep. I just want to say 
You didn't have to do that. Like, just be not be a good person. You know, be a kind, be supportive, be like treat these performers who have literally inspired you, I'm sure, but also your daughter and Mm -hmm. people who have been support. WWE has been so supportive. The community has been so supportive of Izzy too. I I just don't get the hostility toward performers. And you know, log out. Like that's that's a good move. And I actually think when I checked to see what was going on in his Twitter. His Twitter wasn't still there. So maybe someone, maybe Izzy got no, he, he, Yeah, he, they, they deactivated it. And Lindsay, I just think this is hilarious by Lindsay because if it's true, Lindsay wanted out, good for him because they, they weren't really using him. I'm pretty sure he can go back to um, AAA and, and, you know, make, you know, continue being somewhere he wants to be. So yeah. good for him. And, and I mean, even that, I mean, New Japan, AEW, whatever. There's so many options out now. So that's what we love for, for wrestlers. But Lindsay also bought the, the dude a ticket. He bought him a parking pass <laughs> and like, come see about me, dog. I love it. It was, it was so great. And then of course, that's when, um, the dad issued a, an apology and yeah well that, what do you uh, that, what do you call it an apology or it did use the word apologize five he, times right he let yes <laughs> yes he apologized he, he used the word apology uh five times uh it seems like a, i'm reading over it. it's way too long y'all for us to read it but wait is the original thing he posted like he circled the word apologize in it he didn't circle it. Um, okay. Uh, somebody else did. I wasn't uh, sure who circled the word apologize. Somebody, <laughs> somebody who was saying like, oh, that man is shook. Like he was scared. He was so scared that he, this apology, I sincerely apologize for my insensitive tweet. I owe you a direct apology. I truly apologize for my actions. I do wish you're in fan, fan uh, family all the best apology like he was tr- very much trying not to get the hands at that point I, so i laugh but i only laugh i laugh not because i wanted anyone to end up in a physical altercation mm-hmm. but because um like just don't mouth off like that like what was yes, that accomplishing exactly. and that's not a I don't want to tell people how to parent but i but i do feel comfortable telling people how to human sometimes just mm-hmm. like don't be rude to people is just all I'm saying. That's that's not setting a good example for anyone. I agree. I completely agree. So that's it for uh, the news this week. Yeah, we spend way too much time <laughs> on way him. too much time on the news. I want to um, I want to get a tweet. I want to get a tweet from him or something. Oh, God. Well, he, he deleted his Twitter. So. He's probably been blocked. Yeah. Um. It looks like we also got a five star review. <gasps> woo, woo, woo. Five stars. For oh, wait, five wait. Stars, <laughs> Maybe it's four stars. Star actually. Review, review, <laughs> review. Uh, uh, it, wait, uh, wait. Hold on. I'm is it seriously it. four stars? Well, I four don't know. stars. I'm just works. playing, but I think uh... if it's four, look. Here's what I'm gonna say to the people Why who are listening. I see my reviews. Here's the thing, Mari. As annoying. you pull up mm-hmm. the reviews, let me just yes. talk to the people for a second. Please do. Everybody, we're just a little baby pro wrestling podcast over here. We yes. just started at the start of this year. I didn't mean to rhyme, but mm. now, see, Mari, now I feel like I'm, uh, I watched so much Bachelorette with the spoken word that now I feel like I'm, I'm going to drop a soliloquy. But I just want you all to know 
that we do appreciate your five-star reviews. It goes a long way to yes. helping other people find this podcast. If you're listening right now, there it is. leave us a review. Show us some love. Mari found, is it four stars or five? It is five stars. <laughs> oh, okay. Woo! <laughs> like, uh, look, that was going to turn into a whole other podcast really? um, if it was only four. Thank you for showing us love, everybody. If mm-hmm. you to want to be um have your review read on the podcast well all you need to do is leave a five-star review mari what does this review say is it i I don't i haven't looked at it kenny c kenny c 1313 says uh, i just got back into wrestling partially because of this podcast i always wanted to watch wrestling again but was always under under the impression that it's for kids and not cool for people to watch it but because of this podcast, I was confident that it was was more than okay to watch it. I started watching again and fell in love with wrestling again. This is a great podcast and really explains what wrestling is and helps ease new wrestling fans into the world of wrestling. I recommend this podcast for anyone. Thank you so much, Kenny. Uh, like that really like you, Yeah, it really does um make us feel good because that's what that was the whole yeah. aim of aim of our podcast. You know what I'm saying? Like we Yeah. We could be like any other wrestling podcast out there and, you know, try and just cater to just one demo or. or and they're great. They're, they're great. awesome. They're awesome. Yeah. However, we just definitely want to bring inclusivity to wrestling. Like, call us Joe Gacy, but we are just <laughs> about bringing <laughs> different perspectives, uh, bringing on new people, making people feel comfortable with wrestling. Like, we are not trying to be wrestling gatekeepers we do want to create a safe space in wrestling exactly no in all seriousness though um i love comments like this and i i love anytime we hear from the people we hear from like there was a podcast uh not wrestling podcast but podcast i did a couple months ago where at the end i was like if you are still listening two hours in please like tweet us that you're listening because sometimes it doesn't it feels like people are not listening we don't hear from people all the time but Mm -hmm. i love those comments especially and i'll also just shout out um brock brock from australia who um is one person who messaged me with like a nice comment saying a very similar thing like being someone who was not um, engage with wrestling and listening to our podcast to catch up and kind of get back in the loop. We've heard that a few times from people and, and I'm just glad that kind of our mission of being welcoming for people who are not hardcore fans is, is working. And so if you're listening and you have friends who um, don't watch wrestling, what are they waiting for? You know yeah. how cool this is. We know how cool yeah. this is. So feel free to share our podcast with them and just encourage them to check out the playlist in the show notes. Um, find a week that you liked from our podcast and just go back and give them that. That's the beautiful thing. They could start wherever they want this year. Yeah. It's easy. And, There's a playlist. And we are on YouTube. You know, that's we that's we are on YouTube. Our faces are here. You can go Good to morning. the Rob Has a Podcast YouTube and you can also comment there. Um, you know, we might not read those on on uh the show. But we see you. It really helps, like, uh, with our visibility. Again, we know that you're you're there, so we really, really appreciate that. Um, I, that's the one thing we definitely want to get across. No matter what, we really appreciate this community. No matter how small it is, or how you know big it is, who sits here and listens to us give our you know two cents about 
the really weird wild word of wrestling <laughs> well i think that the other thing is like it's always it's bigger than we even know or realize because we don't hear from everybody and mm-hmm. so like say hey send a message send a tweet hit us up please if you're hearing our voice let us know that you're hearing it um and you know we'll plug ourselves you know you can yeah. find mari at mari talks too much to like the number two matt scott mm-hmm. that's me uh, at Matt Scott GW on Twitter, on Stereo. Um, probably just dropped those plugs really early. But yeah, let us know no, if you're listening. This is a perfect time. You can also <gasps> send us any oh. long form emails to wrestling at robhasawebsite.com. Mm-hmm. And like Matt said, we also have a podcast Twitter at wrestling rehab up uh, on, on Twitter. Tag hashtag wrestling rehab up to join the conversation. Thank you, Force of Will. he's always using that hashtag I I used the hashtag once this week I did use the hashtag once (laughs) and we'll um, probably use it more so thank you Will we really appreciate you and again use hashtag wrestling wrap up to talk to Will and to us Yes. And um, of course, like we said, we, uh, we read that wonderful review off of our um, re- our podcast feed, the Wrestling Rehab Up podcast feed. So download that podcast wherever you get your um, podcast. Uh, and finally, it is the middle of the month. Uh, <laughs> you can always become a, a RHAP Patreon by going to WW, uh, RHAP Patron by going to www.patreon.com slash RHAP. I'll give you exclusive access to Patreon um, content, including the Five for Five, the Survivor Q and A, Patron games. So um, right now, it's always a great time to become an RHAP patron. Yes, and you could you could binge like a lot of the content that's because everything that is shared on the RHAP Patreon is still there. So even mm-hmm. if you join in the middle of the month, you could go back and listen. You could binge, um, which reminds me, Mari, this week, uh, not at all yeah. because of wrestling. I found myself messaging the one, the only uh, Richie Emerson, a.k.a. Ryan Nicola. <laughs> and um, I realized that my wrestling <laughs> nickname would be the binge beast because that's literally uh I've been binging and beasting and you could be a binge beast too uh if you check out and binge the content on the RHP Patreon okay smooth yep. smooth move I just wanted to mention the binge beast to you yes thank you, you. that would be awesome. a good like gimmick I like for me it. I, I don't think I, it's not true. Like, I think Chappelle's more I don't know of a if it's a beast. gimmick. I think that's a, it's a, like a name. It's like Matt, the binge beast guy. You know what I'm saying? It's I not feel like, like I would gimmick. go with, no, I think like the name though, I maybe, I was thinking I could shorten it to like Bibby. All right. Like B-I-B-E. Well, um, <laughs> and they'd be like, we're here with Bibby. And I'd be like, yeah, Bibby. That does not yeah, hit Bibby. it. It does not <laughs> hit as as well yeah yeah well but speaking uh, of the hits yes let's get Sorry, into are there the any highlights other plugs? of the week <laughs> no that's it okay good. we have no guests this week by the way as a side note we don't have a guest this week in case you were wondering <laughs> we don't have a guest this week and so um it's just the two of us on a on a weekend for the first time in just a minute the two of us there you go don't, don't get us demonetized uh <laughs> 
It's a big week when RHAP is on the road in Chicago. Check out my live show from Chicago. That's going to be up on Thursday, Wednesday night. Shannon Gus is going to be live with you with Kelly Wentworth after Survivor. And we preview the Dondi finale with Deal or No Deal Island host Joe Manganiello all right here on RHAP. We know reality TV. So, right. So let's get into the highlights of the week. Um, each week we go over the highlights from this week in wrestling. This week we'll be doing SmackDown because if you listen to us last week, we did a Thursday show. We um, So we didn't get to talk about last week's SmackDown and this week's SmackDown. We'll also be getting a little bit into AEW full gear um, and then Raw and maybe a little bit of NXT. Ooh. All right. All right. So all of the highlights of the week can be found in a very handy dandy playlist that is in your show notes or description or your podcast. We're just pointing in different directions. Um, if you're watching us on YouTube. Um, but you can watch and follow along with us. So SmackDown. All right. We got to talk about SmackDown. SmackDown has been, it's still the A show for me, even though they, you know, Mm. took some of my favorite people off of it um but this king woods and roman reigns storyline it is so good it's just so masterful i just i cannot it's so good i think the thing that i appreciate maybe most about it is that we do know so survivor series we're gonna get the roman reigns the big Mm -hmm. e Langston. I'm going to give him his last name back. Oh, no. And we're already, in a way, it feels like this is building toward that. Yes. Not so directly. Exactly. That's why I say in a way, but it's it it does, it is building toward that. I almost feel like they could reference the fact that this ties in with that more. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I feel like they have oddly not been mentioning Big E within that King Woods Roman Reigns storyline nearly as much as they could, but maybe that's just me. I think, yeah, I think they're waiting a little bit longer. Like, I guess, uh, like, yeah. What are they week. waiting for? for, for I know. Two, two days before, yeah. Yeah, basically. It, it's really interesting. I kind of like it, though. Like, I mean, we all know yeah. where it's going, but it yeah. doesn't feel like E is overshadowing Woods. You know what I'm saying? Because Woods is still a king. He's Well, he's the king of the ring. Yeah, so come on, king. It, so last week, uh, <laughs> oh my gosh! Last week, uh, for the jokes today. You are <laughs> Xavier Woods and Kofi Kingston came out and basically said they do not acknowledge Roman Reigns, and they um, challenged Young James Uso because that's specifically what they said to a Us- match. Y- what they yeah, said? U- Uso, 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 <laughs> James, uh, Jiminy Uso. Uso. Yeah. <laughs> They had some fun uh, with Jimmy's name there. Um, and they said that if if Xavier Woods loses to Jimmy Uso, Jiminy Uso, that he mm-hmm. will bend the knee to Roman. But if um, Xavier won, then Jimmy would bend the knee to him. And then they had the, the crowd was into it, chanting, bend the knee, bend the knee. Yeah, it sounds and then, romantic. So you've you've never watched Game of Thrones. Well, I just mean like with a wedding ring and a proposal. Um, so then we got the match, great match. Oh my god, Xavier Woods is just like I, 
I don't know if he's an underrated wrestler just because, you know, he's like, he's always seen as kind of like the third of the new day, but he is just so freaking good in the ring. Like it is just amazing. And then of course him and Jimmy, they, you know, if you listen to the new day podcast, which of course I adore, endorse, I love that podcast. Um, They talk about how they came up with the Usos at the same time and that they just have such good chemistry. So I don't care. Give me the New Day versus the Usos 56 ways from Sunday. I do not care. I will watch every single second of it. As somebody who saw them live at um, Survivor, um, sorry, (laughs) SummerSlam in 2017, I mean, they literally blew the roof off the place. So, yeah, this was a great match. Jimmy lost. And before Jimmy could bend the knee to Xavier, Roman came out and Superman punched Xavier in the face. And then they beat up uh, both Xavier and uh, Kofi, but they yeah. they held Xavier while they they mangled Kofi's knee. They did a yeah. few moves to Kofi's knee. So this week on SmackDown, Kofi wasn't on SmackDown because they said he had a sprained MCL. And of course, the bloodline said they don't bend the knee, they break knees. Cute. Um, very cute. And by the way, I think okay, that was not an original line from them because or maybe maybe unless they said that before they did that to Kofi, uh someone on on commentary said, "We don't bend knees, we break knees." And yeah. so maybe they stole that line from commentary. Yeah. But it, it, it's all good. Probably all good. definitely pushed, a pushed line, yeah. Yes. There. That's Either way, line really good (laughs) it really is it really is good and so this week we had roman versus xavier loser bends the knee like this is one of those matches going into it i was like i don't want either of them to lose um (laughs) which of course great match roman when roman works a big man it is just i love it i love every second of it Roman versus a smaller, quicker opponent has always probably been my favorite, but yeah. he also is just so versatile because he can he can go up against guys his his you know height and taller like him and Braun work amazing together. Him and Brock, that's why Roman Reigns is a great wrestler. But seeing him in this capacity as the you know heel that takes the help and and him destroying King Woods for most of the match just for King Woods to, you know, hit the coast to coast elbow on him. And we're just about to get uh Woods winning. The the Usos come out <laughs> and oh they gosh. they uh cause a DQ, which apparently somebody said online, this is technically the first singles match um DQ loss that Roman has taken in his whole like almost I think it's five hundred days of the title. Yeah, like normally First they it, singles match DQ f- loss loss. Yeah, mm-hmm. huh. like normally it, even if, when the Usos interfere, it's normally like a ref bump or something. So he still manages to win, you know. So yeah, yeah, yeah. If well, you think I about guess it. I mean the way that I would put this too is that it doesn't. I mean, we did at the end of all of it, um, as I'm sure we'd get to get to the image of Roman at the end being crowned with Woods' crown. But to me, it's less of less of Roman 
losing and more of Kingwood's continuing that winning streak. Yeah, that's exactly. kind of what I feel like because like, yeah, it, it does make him look strong. That's the thing. It does wins and losses do matter? Yeah, on paper, and this is a good way to make sure that you know King Woods, Xavier Woods, has that resume built up. Like, yeah, yeah I did beat. Uh, you know, most of the bloodline, which is really <laughs> impressive. Yeah, they they did a great job. Like this actually did save the the outcome because I was I I was sitting here literally like neither of them should lose. So yeah. it was a it was a great DQ. It 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 means Xavier technically won, but Roman still bent the knee. Technically, he was on his knee in Cheater. the middle of the ring while the Usos took Xavier's crown. And slowly place it on Roman's head as he mm-hmm. laughed, fiendish, smiled fiendishly. It was the ultimate form of disrespect. I was, even I was like, oh, like, boo. Like, I was so mad. I was like, don't you touch that man's crown. <laughs> it is hard earned. He's wanted this all his life. It was such good theater. But I think it's such a great setup considering the fact that Survivor Series is eight days away. This is all a really good setup and build toward that again. Mm -hmm. um, You know, not that I wish that Big E was there, but I wish it was teased like, where's Big E to even the odds? You know, something like that. But I thought he was going to come out. I thought he was. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, this actually all makes me think of something else, which is, you know, for actually, I think like for the better part of this year at different points, we've had rumors of Dwayne The Rock Johnson returning to the WWE and it could very well happen at Survivor Series in theory. Um, And so I wonder if if that's happening, which only is unfortunate in the sense that, you know, it goes from New Day and Roman or Big E and Roman to like The Rock and Roman and then maybe Big E becomes an afterthought. Um, I'm so curious what's going to happen either way at yeah. Survivor Series, but especially with that rumor, which like The Rock, I think, says like, no, I'm not going to be at SummerSlam. I'm busy. I'm a star. But, yeah. um, mm-hmm. you know, I, I do wonder if that's a possibility. I think I said SummerSlam. I meant Survivor Series. Survivor Series, they, yeah. S- it's, you get it, people. Yeah, I got it. You know. Yeah, yeah, to be quite honest, people were saying it online. They said, I know, we know it won't happen, but we. I would much rather see Roman and the Usos, the bloodline versus uh, Big E and the New Day, you know, um, as the match at Survivor Series than just a one-on-one between the two or the Usos going up against what, RK-Bro? Like, I would would technically, like, this whole brand warfare thing is kind of, like, annoying. Again, like we talked last week, there's no point, who cares about brand supremacy? Y'all were just on opposite brands a month ago, so who cares a month and a half like it yeah. it doesn't matter so i'd much rather you give me a, a a fight that i actually care about um and there no matter what we're getting those the the women's eliminator match and the men's eliminator match so you know i kind of wish yeah. they just let that be the survivor series you know well, and then the thing the survivor series yeah thing and then everything else everything else i like be i've cool. always loved when the whole pay-per-view has the the theme but i mean 
the thing is like that is just how i grew up in with wrestling like that's what i think most of us have experienced where the whole pay-per-view has the theme which is cool because then you kind of have to see all these characters in that scenario maybe we'll get back to there one day but matt extreme rules had no extreme rules so like there's no exactly (laughs) no i know well i know they could try they could come back that pisses me off i'm yeah, not gonna lie because it's so like it's it almost feels like they were like okay we're gonna troll you on this pay-per-view by literally giving you more extreme rules matches the next night on raw <laughs> on nxt yeah. on the next like literally since then we've probably seen more extreme extreme matches there than anywhere else so exactly choices it's- it is. It's definitely choices, but it's choices. I would much rather because think about it. Like they literally have built nothing. They've built nothing else for Survivor Series. They did put the placard for Roman versus Big E. We've got the eliminate. We're, we're about to talk about the the teams up here, but like uh, Shinsuke versus Damian Priest, RK Bro versus the Usos. Like nobody wants that though. They built Becky versus Charlotte. So yeah, that's um, gonna be. I mean, see, that's the thing, and I we'll get to talking about them in a little will. bit. But there's there is like a a lot. There's some interesting stuff potentially happening at Survivor Series. Yeah, um, and I feel like she- I feel yeah, I feel like like uh, we don't need the whole card to do it. Like honestly, no. But- no, and then it's really forced, and then it's really forced and awkward, and like, okay, we don't care why, like, because in a lot of cases, like, we've probably seen those matches, like, oh yeah, we just saw that match between like this person and that person, they're pitting against each other across brands, like mm-hmm. when they were on the same brand two months ago. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I I don't know if there's any specific example of that, but we don't need it. We don't need it. Give time exactly. to the actual storylines if you can on the show. Right. So um this right. actually ties in with a question, Mari. Okay. I know you weren't expecting me to prompt the question, but mm-hmm. we did have a question from the one, the only Edmo Edward Morris. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much, mm-hmm. Edmo. Shout out to you. Ed- How oh. do we feel about the fact that WWE announced their Survivor Series teams on social media? this pissed me all the way the hell off i think (laughs) i think they did it like the few days after we had recorded too it's so stupid like this whole thing they've been they're hustling backwards like the way that they are treating survivor series like it's very much annoying as well so like we announce oh this is twitter then every we're gonna slowly announce the names this is not fun like i don't care like I'd much rather people fight to get into the team instead of um, just announcing the team. So they announced mm-hmm. both the teams. And then this week we have a few matches where it's like, oh, if you lose this, you're taken out of the team. If you Like, that's so annoying to me. Like, I, I hate it. I, I'd much yeah. rather we get this set up or... Uh, well, I think I, it's I like, I, like just to kind of like m- even more surgically break that down. <laughs> the thing that's annoying is when you don't really you're not in, when you're not invested slash you don't know who's on the teams at first. Mm-hmm. So you're like, OK, wait, who's on the team? Sorry, I, I didn't see your tweet. Your tweet, right. WWE. Yeah. Um, 
and then you so you're not really like you don't remember who's on the teams fully and then they start switching it up and by the time we get to survivor series there's no storyline built up you're not invested like all mm-hmm. we know is that these teams just hate each other slash we don't know their dynamics slash why do we care and um it's just not i don't know we uh, like I have to go back in my head because I really used to love Survivor Series and the teams and love the the Survivor Survivor Series matches. Mm -hmm. And they've just kind of like taken a lot of the magic out of it. Yeah. Yeah. I I completely, completely agree. It just doesn't it. And I think what what really does take the magic out of it is the 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 brand split, the draft being right before right. it. Yes. I think that there's no stakes. Um, there aren't storylines my- built into the into the matches. So something. Oh man, I, I like it. I'll say if anyone's listening and if you've been a longtime fan or if you've seen Survivor Series in the past and have your favorite Survivor Series matches and kind of stories in those elimination matches just let us know because i like they really did used to be kind of iconic and something that you looked forward to and it was really survivor series truly was a big four pay-per-view now not so much it's not so exciting but yeah i think i agree with you it's the draft as one thing but they also just aren't investing time into building up creative storylines they're not what they what they do time and time again is this whole storyline of like can they coexist can they do it which team's gonna fall apart first and Mm -hmm. you know i think there's something to be said for that to potentially build stories after survivor series on each of the brands if there's tension on the brands, but mm-hmm. but and that and that brings me to like uh, we'll talk again. We'll talk about it more, but it, like again, hustling backwards, like telling the raw women's team that oh, you guys fight together now, and then whoever wins is the number one contender to Becky's championship. Like, why would you not tell whoever the winning team is? Like, you know, have whichever women's team, the the SmackDown team or the Raw team, whoever wins, they will then be able to fight amongst themselves for the number one contendership. Why would you not put that on the line for Survivor Series as opposed to doing it before it for like, it just, huh? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Yeah. And also (laughs) the big question is like, what these teams are very strange because there's not a general manager like owning the brand so from what i could tell from what i understand sonia deville and adam pierce pierce Mm -hmm. are um are determining who's on each of the teams for each of the brands for each yeah Mm -hmm. so there's not even like the tension of like the two general managers or whatever the role is people against each other i it it's literally just, is. It, it feels very lazy and it feels yeah. it's really frustrating because I, I don't know. I don't want to be bitter about it, but it is frustrating that there's like, what did they, did they think that we like didn't need the Survivor Series tension? We didn't need the brand drama. I have so many questions, but if anyone has answers, you know where to find right. us. Right. Yeah. So uh, we say all that getting into the SmackDown women's portion of the Survivor Series team. So last week, like we got to go back a little bit because last week, uh, Naomi had a match with uh, Shayna Baszler, right? 
And in it, Naomi pinned Shayna Baszler. She won, but Sonya Deville yeah. came out and restarted the match, said some try to say some technical some technicality happened restarted the match what she said naomi touched the rope, the rope. naomi she, touched yeah. the rope which should have been a, a break which should have been a break yeah which there was nothing against the rules there's there nothing against the rules nothing but yeah. like, that's not but that's dumb for us to say because like obviously that's the point it's wrestling there's um, no but yeah it was just a mess and it's cool like naomi get, got choked out after the match exactly continues to be screwed by sonia sonia you gotta give her credit Mm-hmm. She's finding a lot of ways to 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 mess you know, with Naomi. Naomi to mess with yeah. Naomi and so, Naomi's putting I mean she's dealing with it. Exactly. And then um we also had a little bit we heard from Shati. Um she had previously attacked Sasha mm-hmm. on the SmackDown before and um she said she plans to run over Sasha Banks. She she it's basically her heel turn promo. She looked yeah. great here. Very pretty. She did have, yeah, she, she, it was a great promo. There was yeah. a lot of fire. Did you see what her necklace said? No, what did it say? Daddy. Jesus. Are you, are you serious? No, what? Yes. Oh, thank God. I am serious. No, no I am serious. I am serious. Oh, okay. Well, either way, I like Shotzi. <laughs> a I'm heel turn. You know. I, I still don't like the heel turn here, especially when she, I thought she was so good and over as a baby face. So. If she's excited about it, I'm excited right. about it. There you go. So we already had t- tension with Shotzi and Tasha Banks. So when um, when uh, Sonia came out this week to um, interview, well, not interview, but to basically announce the the women's um, SmackDown women's team. Um, we got Shotzi Blackheart, of course. Yeah, we get we got <laughs> Shayna Baszler, mm-hmm. of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got Natalia. Natalie. Yeah. <laughs> yes, her Natalia Neidhart. And I'm not going to say, of course, because she hasn't been on TV for like a month, so that was interesting. I mean, who else? And then finally, we got Aaliyah, which I was like. All right, fresh blood. A lot of people online were saying, "Oh, they need to pin somebody first. So, Aaliyah, who finally made her main Disrespect. roster debut after about seven years in development, she's put on the team. She's like the new, hot, fresh, very like, oh yeah, look at me. I'm just happy to be here, baby face. But then, um, Sonia, yeah, called says gives a big old introduction says that Sasha Banks is the team captain Sasha comes back after being away for a week so this is two weeks you know and Sasha basically comes in and just like <laughs> just comes right after like Shotzi all hell breaks loose but then like Naomi comes out as well because Naomi's pissed because she's not on the team she said it online she deserves to be on the team she's you know she ran down her credits and she said I, I know the only reason why I'm not on the team is because Sonya Deville has it out for me so this th- then descends into a three on three match where we got Natalia, Shotzi and Shayna on one side and then Sasha Banks um, Aaliyah and Naomi on the other side uh and, really yeah what yeah. are you gonna say no I this this happened so fast. 
Yes, like, cause they, they're all in the ring. Actually, just to break down a couple of things. So Please. they're all standing in the line in the ring. Mm-hmm. And Shotzi obviously turned heel, gets booed. You have a Natty. They mm-hmm. said she's a heel. She gets booed. Shayna, definitely heel, gets booed. Aaliyah, I was like, don't boo her. Don't boo her. They were, weren't really sure what to think, but they didn't boo her. Yeah, and then and then it all just broke down into a huge fight. Um, Aaliyah did an amazing job in this she match. Did. I just think one thing that's so interesting is that they, the commentators, I mean, are mm-hmm. acknowledging the fact that she was in developmental for <laughs> yep. seven freaking years. Mm-hmm. Like she was in developmental for most of the decade. Think about that. Think about that. Yeah, no, I know because I uh, watched her on the Breaking Ground documentary that they did back in 2015. When we were young. Yeah, yeah, so good. And she was still like the underdog. Oh my God, am I going to get fired person back then? I Good for Aaliyah. I'm, I'm glad she still has a job. I'm not saying anybody should be fired, but she must have photos on somebody. <laughs> that's so rude but she she did really great here she really did she got the pin by the um, way i love this i i this when picture. i saw this picture uh which you can see on our youtube i just thought this is hilarious but no she mm-hmm. did an amazing job and look she's really Maddie good assist there too amazing yeah oh my god look at that look at that athleticism say what you want to say about natty how she just be popping up and she's so don't know her though. alignment don't know her alignment from day to day she's the female big show uh she she is still i mean she goes back and forth heel and face no sasha is the female big show no why you say that oh she, well okay you know. i see i see what you're saying she she uh, does be getting, up, she's getting up there and then them, yeah them turns you're right you're right um, i mean she's more in ter- big in terms of the return she likes to return a lot she does. Tech, was this technically a return for her? Was she there last week? Did they call it a return? She wasn't there Probably. last week. That's funny. Oh Sasha. my god. But anyways, they Natalia did a great job there. Uh you need a in-ring general. You always do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the, the good guys get the, the win. Aaliyah gets the pin. Um they they also pointed out how Naomi was not on the team. Naomi spent a, the most of the match actually getting her butt whipped by Shayna and the rest of the heels. They literally just went in and out beating Naomi for most of the match. So, which I think yeah. is pretty good storytelling because it kind of keeps the rapport between the other five women together. Um, but it was great. Mm. But then. After the match, Sonya Deville congratulates Aaliyah on um, her pinfall and her first win on SmackDown and all that. And then she tells her she's not on the team anymore. No, she says it's (laughs) it's weird because before that, she she's like, hey, hey, uh, good job in that match. Uh, uh, How long have you been friends with Naomi? And then Aaliyah's like, uh. I don't like it's probably seven years. Honestly, Aaliyah's <laughs> been around so long, she probably can't even remember when they first met. <laughs> so she's going through her head and then she's removed from the team. And then right. we do see her, she's heartbroken, but then mm-hmm. we also see Naomi being mm-hmm. told the news and also being heartbroken. Are these two friends? 
I don't know. Do like, they, I, have that, they met? <laughs> it's so funny because I when I was uh, watching, so I said, weird. "Oh my god, Aaliyah must be like you know shitting a brick. She's in the ring with such like great women. This is her first match." And my husband was like, "She probably knows every single one of them." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh snap, yeah, because she's been very there for well. like seven years." I mean, and, like that's the, I will say this, like in looking at even just the moment. Uh, seeing Naomi and Sasha embracing her. Like, yeah, especially I, uh, Sasha because she yeah. was, her and Sasha were in NXT at the same time. Like, <laughs> Sasha is in that same Breaking Ground documentary that I was oh. talking about. So they for sure, like, know each other and stuff. So this is such a cute picture. Yeah, but it's it's also so sad. It is, yeah. It took so long. I hope it that they don't. So I'm glad that they have her in this quote-unquote, like, in this spot i do want to comment that the roll-up the win that was like the most unique roll-up i think i've ever seen yeah very interesting so i don't understand especially when we see so many roll-ups so yeah yeah (laughs) yeah so go back and watch that it's like very difficult to explain but it basically went she went from they went from a sharpshooter natty and Aaliyah, into the roll-up situation where Aaliyah was Basically, yeah. like in still in the sharp shooter with her legs, but like kind of holding Natty down under her, and it it had to take an incredible amount of balance. Um, I was impressed. I watched that like that one sequence at the end like three times in a row because I was amazed. So, just want to say I am excited to hopefully get more of Aaliyah. I would love her to be women's champion within the next year if we could get that. But let's see, let's see what they do. Yeah. Maybe she'll beat Charlotte. And so I think I I think um cuz Sonya takes her off the team but doesn't tell anybody who's going to be replaced who she's going to replace Aaliyah with and I feel like it's going to be it's going to be Sonya. Sonya, yeah. Yeah, well, like <laughs> it's not going to be Naomi. I know. And I and, but do you think they're going to try to get people's hopes up that it'll be Naomi. That's what I think. That's what I'm saying. Cause I think like maybe next week she'll come up and she was like, yes, I took a Leah off the team and now I'm about to announce who's going to be replacing her. Me, <laughs> you know, like, uh, well, not like that, but you they, know what I'm saying? Who could they announce that would be more annoying? That's what I'm saying. Like you have, it has to be a bad guy. Cause at this point you can't, um, replace her with Naomi because you no, don't want you know Naomi do? um, catching that flag. They, you know what they need to do? They need Sonia needs to come out like you're saying and out someone instead of it being Sonia because Sonia doesn't want to actually get in the ring and wrestle. That's just too much. Dana Brooke. Make Dana Brooke the replacement. Dana yeah, Brooke yeah, is yeah on she's raw. A, yeah, she's on exactly. She's on Raw, but like she wants to be in the match. So like, let's plug her in. People would be so annoyed. <laughs> this could be Dana's heel turn. I could picture her like, cutting her little promo in her little Midwest accent, and Dana's becoming a future women's champion. Face right now, I guess. I don't know. Who knows? Sure, but I I, I don't know about Dewdrop. No, we'll it has there. to be Sonya. It has to be Sonya, and Sonya has to be like in the match, kind of like trying to like yell and direct people. You know, I I cannot it could be tell Zia you. Lee. I think Zaya is supposed to be. That's true. That's true. It could be Zaya. What'd you say? Uh, Who cares? I I was going to say, I I feel like Zaya. I don't know why I feel like Zaya is supposed to be a face when she did. No. We did get a package. We got a package, and it it looks very heelish. 
Ooh, well, girl, hopefully it's not in this spot. I, I would like to be surprised by what they do to get out of this situation, or at least entertained would be nice. Yeah, so. entertained. All right, so uh, after that, we got the men's team. The men's team has been announced. Oh, my God, I got to find that. Um, so it's for the men's team. All right, uh, Matt, pull up the, the men's team for me while I talk the Survivor about Survivor Series? Yeah, the Survivor Series team. There's a men's match? Yeah, I know, right? Um, but Sami <laughs> Zayn basically talked himself into having to face Jeff Hardy. Like, it was a very interesting night. Like, Sami was kind of, like, talking to himself and trying to... I, I think he was practicing, like, a team pep talk. And Jeff Hardy was there, like, leering in the background. And basically, yeah. it ended up turning into a challenge where um, it was Sami versus Jeff Hardy. If mm-hmm. Sami loses, then Jeff Hardy gets Sami's spot on the team. And... I just did not appreciate this because, of course, I love Sami Zayn. Yeah. And, um, I mean, it, I guess it's still supposed to be this conspiracy theory thing of, like, um, you know, he keeps getting screwed over. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just, I don't, yeah. I don't like it. But Jeff Hardy should be on the team, you know? So, yeah. right now for this. We love match- Jeff Hardy. Yeah, for the SmackDown men's team. Yeah, and by the way, it. it's uh-huh. I I saw a graphic that I'm going to pull up um, for this because okay. again we talked about the fact that things are shifting with the different uh-huh. teams. So let me pull this up on from WWE's Twitter, um, and here's the graphic up on our YouTube of the current team there it from is, SmackDown yeah. and Raw and, Raw. and the teams mm-hmm. against each other. So we're seeing for Team Raw, it's Seth Rollins, Finn Balor, um, Kevin Owens, Rey Mysterio, and Bobby Lashley. And then for Team SmackDown right now, it's Drew McIntyre, who was just on Raw, Jeff Hardy, who was Wait. just on Raw, Xavier Woods, who kind of was just on Raw, uh, Madcap or what not? You mean? Madcap. Why is it raw? Oh, oh yeah. Okay, Xavier Woods. Like yeah, the, before the brand split. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. Rasta, Rasta. Yeah, actually, they both they Wait. all kind of swifted and shifted and met. It's a mess. So what? this doesn't even make sense because Jeff and Sammy were already on the team together. No, you're right. You're right. But see, Mari, this is WWE. This what is wrestling. The hell? And they decided to let me mansplain this, Mari. Please, so, because I must have missed they, something. They, WWE does things. And this <laughs> is a thing that they did. They somehow had, I don't, under, yeah, I don't understand it to your point. Um, Sammy and um, Jeff Hardy did a, they, they fought. And then Sammy had to leave the team, so now there's an open spot. Basically, like I don't know why I thought because uh, yeah, I've only seen Happy this Corbin. Once. By the way, is the fourth member, and then again, there's a an open fifth spot that was Sammy's. So, so like because I I, yeah. I I really thought it kind of makes sense now because I was like I was like why wouldn't they put Jeff Hardy on the team to begin with? And, and I kept thinking to myself, I want both of them on the team. So I I really thought that. Jeff was trying to get a spot onto the team, but he's already on the team, so he just took Sammy off. Like, what? The, what is this? And then, well, I did see that, um, like Von Wagner was there talking to Von uh, Wagner. Yeah, I was talking to Adam Pierce, so maybe Von Wagner will be on the team. But he's, 
Like he's still in, he's from NXT. If y'all don't know, he's from NXT and him and Kyle O'Reilly are kind of in a tag team. He's still, a, from what I understand, Von Wagner is still a very young wrestler as well. So from what I, I understand, know. he's still very much in NXT. Yeah. This is weird. Yeah, I don't get yeah. it either. But, I mean, but yeah, like, so lot... Sammy's off the team. And that's mm. annoying. We need me. to keep track. We, we need to keep track of all of the weird things that happen in WWE yeah. that make no sense to us. Because it feels like there's more, like, there's a lot of this weird none of it makes sense happening right now. <laughs> WWE logic. Um, yeah. And then finally for SmackDown, uh, Charlotte cut a promo on Becky because this they're building the Charlotte versus Becky for Survivor Series. Um, okay. Uh, has some very nice teeth, by the way. Have you ever noticed? Pat? Who? Charlotte? Yeah. yeah. She has some very uh, I'll call them Yes. See, look at those teeth. Yeah. They're very like um what's the word I want? Very precisely um aligned. aligned. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Good I'm not her. gonna say anything. I'm not um, either. Because they, they are nice. They are nice. They are so they did a good job. Charlotte cuts a promo on Becky, which this again, all of this makes me think that that title thing was a work. I think it was a work. I don't think it was a shoot. If anything, it was may, might be a work shoot, but um, it, they're they're just scaring up for Charlotte and Becky. Charlotte, this promo was kind of funny. I'll give her that when she was like, "They're going to be calling you Becky." Uh oh, and she actually got the crowd on her side. I hated that. I hated that. I was so annoyed. I was like, <laughs> I was like in my him. notes, in my notes. No, no, no. In my notes, I was more annoyed than I think I've ever been. Yeah. I wrote some things in my notes that I can't say on Please. the podcast because I was so angry about this because it was such a face move. Promo. Like the call yes. and response. Yes. And like, no, no, no. Don't do that. Don't Thank do you. that. Okay. Aren't so you, that you're, you're not a face. But then again, but then again, uh, Becky is a heel. So. I'm just they're both used technically. They are well, oh, no. they absolutely are, but Becky's also a heel, so it's not so this is as the, bad as it would be if she were a face, but this is probably like time for us to talk about this because I'm glad you noticed this too. Like this felt very much like going into business for yourself type uh situation. Um, in a sense that Charlotte again all of that stuff that leaked about the title exchange we don't know what's real we don't know what's fake that's why when people kept referencing that Charlotte said that she wanted to put the belt on Bianca I was like I don't necessarily believe that I, I just think that's a lie me too and I think she just knows that's what we want to hear that's you know and then in this promo she even says some, something to the effect of like you know um that Bianca is a great superstar and that she deserved to have the, the title or something like that. It's like, I agree, but why are we like, it felt like she's trying to get brownie points. Like, like you said, it's like, this felt like a face promo when Charlotte's supposed to be in the hill in this situation. It's very, it comes off very like Hulk Hogan, you know, like very Hulk Hogan-y where it's like, she's not the face. Like, yeah. Look at her face, literally looking at her face. You could tell that. And I, 
I'm not saying the structure. I'm saying like if you looked at her face in the promo, if you look at her face in the oh, her expressions on WD dot. Yeah. Yes, that's what yeah. I mean, Mari. We're of showing course. them here on YouTube. Yeah, her expressions, which you're seeing on the YouTube, Very healy. you could see it. they're big. They're mm-hmm. big. They're heelish. And she's also dressed like Cruella DeVille or no, she's not. She's dressed like one of the Dalmatians. So <laughs> this is a heel promo. This is a heel moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but it I is. just don't get it. But it, it, it's, it's also, it's a heel moment, but she also still wants like the crowd to like her. So it's like, it's really well, weird. It, it really, it really is. While also saying stuff like I'm a star maker when it's just patently false. Like, it's just Patently false as you like. I I, if any, like the person who needs to add Star Maker to their like list of of accomplishments is Bailey. Like Bailey Mm, needs to put that right after the role model. You know what I'm saying? Then Sasha, then Becky, then Charlotte. Charlotte is like the bottom of the Star Makers, but she does have a point. Becky has been on that trajectory ever since her her run as the man that she has not been helping the talent as much as she did previously so the thing i I hate like this is what actually made me angry in the promo is the fact that she's doing the whole becky uh oh thing which is Mm -hmm. so cute you know and the fans (laughs) love to do it go along with it and she says i don't know how she phrased it but basically Becky, oh, oh, came back too soon from maternity yes, leave, from maternity. and that's where I got angry because I'm like, dog, what are you Keep going? But that's not okay. Like you need would, to not, yeah, yeah. you need His to not do trigger. that or say that or like get the fans to cheer along to that, which is really the thing that made me angry. I'm like, I'm over these fans. We need to get out. I think they were in Virginia, they're, they're but no we far. could go anywhere else. <laughs> <laughs> y'all yeah yeah we should come not up be to telling DC. women come up to dc we should not be telling maybe, women of what to do with their bodies after they've given birth to full-blown yeah but beings. like as a face like it with a face it's kind of tactic of the yeah. interaction mm-hmm. that wasn't cool that was just very annoying and you know what who cares if it was a work or a shoot a couple weeks ago yeah. to me i mean i wouldn't like charlotte mm-hmm. None of this makes me want to watch this match. Like, I don't care. Like, I've never really cared about Becky versus Charlotte matches, personally. Like, they just never, they don't do it for me. Um, Yeah, I I think that, like, it's just uncomfortable. It's just very uncomfortable. And the match will be uncomfortable to watch because I'm sure people love the drama heading into it. And I'm sure that they don't hate each other as much as it might seem or be set up like they're professionals like the thing is you know they're not going to kill each other hurt each other on purpose right and so they'll make it work but um yes very difficult to watch all of this and then you have tony storm who comes out yes yeah tony storm Storm comes out Mm -hmm. yeah and i mean i don't really know i was kind of caught off guard by that i don't know why me too it's just weird timing before Survivor Series. We're just like, we did have the Shotzi moment a couple weeks ago. Well, we had, I should say we had the Sasha moment where Sasha came out a couple weeks ago Mm -hmm. and we had Shotzi follow and come out after that. 
And then now we have Tony Storm coming out. So are they just rolling out everybody well, that could potentially challenge? I would say that they're doing a really good job of showing the SmackDown women's roster. Like, I really love that three-on-three match. I thought it was really great. And yeah. I think finally having Tony Storm on SmackDown, finally, and people have been like begging to see her for months now, is a great tactic and a great move. But my guess is they're moving away from Sasha versus Charlotte. Yeah. Um, which is fine with me. I we don't need that again. We don't need that. Not um, now. Yeah. So, but unfortunately, that means Tony is the one who's the sacrificial lamb because, again, Charlotte, you fooled me once. Shame on me. Fooled me twice. You know, whatever that saying is, she fooled me with that Raya storyline. I yeah, really yeah. think they could have catapulted Raya to the heavens after that feud, and. It did not. It did not happen. So, um, Tony. Tony is next up for the uh, chopping block, I guess. So, chopping block. We'll, oh, well, I mean, hopefully not the chopping chopping block. We shall see. But I, I like the fire. I'm glad she's on the on our screens. Of course, Charlotte runs totally. from the challenge. Um, we did get a fiery promo from Tony afterwards, talking about how she's going to prove herself. Typical babyface mm-hmm. stuff. So we'll see what they do at the the SmackDown Women's um division after. I think it's good that they're building Sasha versus Shotzi because yes. I'm I'm here for that. Um, I. Can't wait to see what they do with Aaliyah. The Sonya and Naomi stuff is the best thing going for me right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want, I, I eventually want Shayna in the title picture too, but I think it's a good sign that it's not happening now because I don't, unfortunately, I don't see Charlotte losing that title for a while. So I have a question about that though, because do you think? You know, sometimes like the dirt sheets will talk about what the networks want. And like, obviously the networks, I'm sure would want uh, Becky on the different brands. They want Becky prominently featured. It makes sense, especially with her return. Do you think that they're really into Charlotte in a similar way? Like, ooh, we want Charlotte featured. We want Charlotte as the champion. We want Charlotte as the main one on the show. Because I guess Charlotte's like... I don't know. To be quite honest, I don't know because she, I mean, I, if I was you, when, when she was on USA, USA, you know, on Raw this earlier this week, it made sense you would want the belt on her because again, the next, Asuka has been healing, healing it out. Rhea is technically not a superstar yet. And, she will never be the way they keep booking her and that women's division we talked about it so so much like the raw women's division was truly truly lacking so it in that regard yeah you want charlotte to be the face of your brand becky comes back usa um prominently wanted becky we know that and we said it a few weeks ago that rumors were they prominent they really wanted bianca because of um her work with like the olympics and stuff like that Mm-hmm. Now we know for a fact that Fox like refuses to give up Sasha, like refuses. Um, and we don't know where Bailey stands when it comes to that as well. Like it's just not, I haven't heard anything yeah. about that as well, but she, you know, she did helm the brand along with Sasha for a good year. So Charlotte, um, holding the title on Fox. I mean, she does have that that name recognition, so I don't think Fox is 
upset and they still have Sasha. So, and they still have Roman. That's the biggest thing. Fox still has Roman as well. So I don't think the corporations care too much. I think that it, they, they, they've all gotten what they wanted in the each respective, like men's divisions and um, women's divisions. So I think this is purely Charlotte holding the belt right now is purely on creative. That's what that I say all that to say that I think this is a creative choice here. Well, <laughs> you said it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm just like, I'm looking at this. Yeah. Moving on from Charlotte. On. Yes. <laughs> it is. I will just say the thing that's on my mind, which is that it is unfortunate that we, there's not someone as champion who could help elevate other stars exactly along the way like look at where nikki ash is look at where rhea ripley is look at the list goes on so yeah exactly and and that's the thing like and i've kind of been wanting to say this but it's also it's very it's very rock triple h era style um booking because like uh rock puts over goldberg right um Mm -hmm. um sasha and bailey do everything in their power to make bianca a super mega star and she is yeah and then triple a goes over on goldberg you know becky and becky and charlotte go over on bianca both twice in like a span of a month they use they use the star that they built to get them both the heat to where they're at now yeah very annoying so the only bright part of that is i i as of right now i think bianca um, can hold her own. Um, it doesn't seem like her popularity has dipped since she's she's been losing. You know, again, I, I've expressed I didn't like her losing as much as she did during that weird, awkward brand split part where the brands were the, after the draft, you know. Um, but so far, g- going into, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it, but I think she's been, been doing good or whatever. Yeah. So it's just unfortunate to see you're, you're right. Like, I can't take, right now, I can't take the champion seriously as to making stars you know yep when you have it like legit becky you know becky has only lost like once like or even if it was was like disqualification i can't remember when 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 her and sasha did she lose to sasha yeah she lost to sasha that was the first time she had been pinned in two years or something like that so like Uh, anyway whatever it's yeah it's yes So we will we will finish talking about Survivor Series in WWE in a minute, um, but until then, uh, let's move on. Let's move on. All right. So uh, our next highlights are for AEW. Full gear will be happening today. So we're not going to do full predictions because unfortunately we weren't able to record earlier to do like a predictions podcast for them. So by the time you hear this, more than likely full gear will be over. So we're just going to give our thoughts on I'm going to read out the card and then we're going to give our thoughts on like some of our favorite matches that we're looking forward to seeing tonight. Or Mm -hmm. So um, of course um, we have for the AEW World Championship, we have Kenny Omega, who's the current champ, versus Hangman Adam Page. Yeah. Um, we have the AEW Women's Championship match, Dr. Britt Baker DMD, the current D-M-D. champion, D-M-D. versus Ty Conti. Yeah. And we have a World Championship Eliminator Tournament 
final between Brian Danielson versus Miro. So whoever yes. wins this. Yes. Yes. Will be the number one contender to the uh, belt. <laughs> we then get CM Punk versus Eddie Kingston in a very heated uh, feud here. Mm-hmm. Um, we will also get the inner circle Chris Jericho, Jake Hager, Sammy Guevara, Santana, and Ortiz versus mm-hmm. the men of the year, Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky, with the American top team, Junior yeah. Santos, Andre. Arlovsky and the the head of um, American Top Team, the mouthpiece, if you will, Dan Lambert. Mm-hmm. Um, we will also get the AEW Tag Team Championship match between the Lucha Brothers, who are current champs versus FTR. Is FTR still the AAA champions? Let me tell you. Yes, because Ugh. the they, the thing is, these, yeah, it's been so interesting, though, because I think I don't think that they've. I know that last week they were. Uh huh. Yes, because they used the belts against. Uh, yeah, they are yeah. still the the AAA World Tag Team Champions. That exactly, that's so what happens. Annoying. They use the belts against them. Um, you know. Okay. Um. Yeah, and then Pac and Cody Rhodes with Arn Anderson. Yeah, versus Malachi Black and Andre El Idolo. And they have Jose the assistant with them. We then have Darby Allen versus MJF and uh, Christian Cage and Jurassic Express versus the Super Click, which is Adam Cole and the Young Bucks. So, a um, few things I definitely yeah. want to talk about. Just yes. a few. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll keep it brief because, again, you'll probably have already watched the show and we don't want to sound too stupid no. on the podcast. Not too. We're okay with like a decent level of stupid. You just know us. You yeah. know us. If you're at this point in the episode, unless you just skip to this point, then you don't know it. But if you heard this episode or any others, you know that's us. So yes. So I, I of, of course, I've been saying it. You know, every time we talk about AEW, I am very much excited about Kenny Omega versus Hangman Adam Page. Again, oh, I understand Kenny Omega is a great wrestler. I understand that. I have not been interested in a lot of his feuds. That's just me. That is okay to say. This is the one feud that I have been waiting for for two years. Remember, I mean, that's the thing, Mari. I think that that, that that that's the popular. I think what you're saying is probably the popular opinion, I would assume. I did not say it was an unpopular opinion. I just said it was my opinion. It is her opinion, but I, and I agree. I mean, that's the thing. Like we are, you know, the way that AEW books things versus the way that other companies that I don't need to name um, (laughs) book things is just different. So we've been waiting since like pre pandemic for hangman hang. uh, I think JR says hangman. So I'm going to (laughs) say hangman, Adam page. Um, We've been waiting for this. Like I I got, I have a note that um, page was the first casino battle Royal winner, which feels like that was ages ago. Forever ago. And they kind of have like held back on pulling the trigger on him. Obviously he was out for all out this year um, because of pregnancy related reasons. Mm -hmm. And um, you know, like I think this is his moment. I assume I'm so excited. To, the yes. crowning moment. I hope. And there's so much, her. and they're they're already setting up other things around him, like other people 
who he could feud with. We have this other match that's happening with Miro and Daniel Daniel Bryanson, Brian Danielson. uh, Oh, sorry, guys. Brian Danielson, my bad. No, no, no. I don't. Did you mess that up? I can't remember. I just messed that up. I think I, yeah. We both. Brian Daniel, Bri- Daniel Bryanson and Brian Danielson <laughs> um, are both great wrestlers, but mm-hmm. I like Brian Danielson more. Um, and so mm-hmm. we're going to see much. like that person take on the winner. And I think I'd really love to see Miro versus Adam Page next. That could be cool. Um, yeah. Yeah, that could be cool. But was that the entire card, Mari? Uh, yeah, that's all I wow. had. That yeah. sounds about right. Yeah. So, um, uh, yeah, I will talk a little bit more about the AEW Women's Championship match a little bit later, but Brit versus Ty. Um, again, that eliminator tournament, tournament match, like Brian Danielson, I like the, just the way his promos have been in AEW. It's just been such a quiet confidence, just the like, I'm going out there to prove myself. It, it, it's, it's nothing new. He's not reinventing the wheel, but gosh darn it. He makes me happy every time I see him, every time he talks, and every time he wrestles. So I I, yeah. I just love him. I can't wait to see this match. Um, I guess, do you want to talk about your the match you're looking forward to? And I think we even Ooh. have a comment from Job Has a Squadcast. Oh my gosh. Yeah, well, the, the match that I'm looking forward to most is the... Eddie Kingston CM Punk match and Mm -hmm. I mean I think I'd be looking forward to that anyway I'm really fascinated by Eddie Kingston's run in this company just because it does feel so improbable like the day (laughs) that he popped up I I think it was in the match with Cody in an invitational I don't Mm -hmm. remember if that was earlier this year if that was last year what's time yeah that's probably early early last year who remembers anyway but like the fact that he's still around is so powerful and then the real story behind all of that is that he was just in such a difficult place. Like he was wrestling to make money and stay alive basically. And now Mm. he's back in love with wrestling. And the fact that like it's taken this long for Eddie Kingston to be like at the level that he's at is amazing. Mm -hmm. That man cuts promos like none other. The fact that Mm -hmm. he could make um, CM Punk kind of look like a, I mean, I'm not saying this was intentional, but like make CM Punk, punk look like a chump on the mic yeah um was pretty pretty impressive and i i just want to see how this match goes because there was a lot of fire between them but um i don't know it seems to me like punk might be working a little bit more heel here um especially because the people love eddie kingston and that's never going to change but i am pumped what's the what's the comment from job has a squadcast so alex uh wrote in can we talk about the genius of pivoting cm punk in this angle with kingston making him aw's john cena and essentially everything he stood against when he was in wwe the storytelling is just fantastic stuff thank you alex for um leaving us a question or comment Uh, yeah it, it really is it's like um i did like this feud i haven't i i think in one of my other Facebook like wrestling groups, somebody said, "Oh, how how have you liked CM, CM Punk run so far?" Like it, for me, it's just been like meh. It's like he yeah. he said he was going to come in work with some young talent, and right. that's it. And it's just like cool, whatever. But this really has like really made me invested. Like Eddie Kingston 
basically calling CM Punk a piece of crap uh, and insinuating that he's a bad guy and that his mm-hmm. nature is to be a heel and CM Punk doing the the condescending like you know nice guy it it, it was definitely shades of like cult leader punk like kind of peek, peeking out there like the, no I'm the good guy believe me I'm the good guy type thing and it it is it and and Alex put it in a in a great way it does it they are kind of framing it as CM Punk kind of trying to be the savior of AEW in a sense after just being away and Eddie Kingston is mm. the great, perfect foil for this and he, he even says in one of the packages like I don't even care if I beat you I, I, I don't even care if I win I just want to beat you up and it's so much fire yeah. and, and then they have the clips of them back in the day 15 years ago when they were in um, a small wrestling promotion and it's this is the one and, and everybody's been saying like they want CM Punk to turn heel they want CM Punk to turn heel and if you're going to do it, I love a, an angle behind it. And this is a perfect angle for him to turn heel instead of just one day coming out and, oh, oh no, now I'm bad. Like, I, I really do like this. And this is going to yeah. be, this could be the match here, you know? Yeah. And it's I so hard to say just, on, a, on a stacked card. Yeah. I, I would add, I'm not even too clear. To me, they, it didn't seem like punk was. That was not heel CM Punk that we saw in the promos. So it was, it just, I think to me, it kind of seemed like in the reality of things that Punk comes off as more of a heel because he is more of a heel than Eddie Kingston. Mm -hmm. Like everything, no one was saying anything that wasn't true or that was taking shots at anyone else in in their promos. CM Punk did say, like, I held you to a high standard back then and you failed. <laughs> like, I mean, he, but I don't uh-oh. know if that's that not like, true. <laughs> I don't know if that's the lie. Oh, that's I mean, there, I think when I, I would imagine, I would say that Eddie Kingston is doing the uh, possibly the best work of his career. I guess yeah. it's hard to know, but I would imagine that that could be the case. And, you know, he has really gone through a lot. He has had demons and different things that he's gone through, which he's acknowledged. And so I, I feel like it's fair to acknowledge that as opposed to, you know, some of like the other WWE style cheap shots, like you came back too soon from being pregnant, like uh, yeah. from having a baby, like this it, is. I thought it was fair. It just wasn't nice. Is kind of the big difference to me. Like you don't have to bring all that up and go to his history. He's been through a lot. But what's cool is that Eddie Kingston's going to eat up anyone on the mic, and he he eats up everybody on the mic, and we love it. We love that about right. him. Exactly. One other mm-hmm. thing, I just chomp, like chomp, chomp. yum yum yum. The Lucha Eating Brothers versus FTR. The one thing about that is like uh, we I just asked you the question. I do not like the fact that they have the AAA championship belts. Like are they, how often are they defending that? Like I'm I'm like really annoyed that AEW Ooh. like will take other companies belts and just have it like on their roster so that they could it could be like a declaration like could you imagine if WWE did that? Could you imagine if WWE let their wrestlers go to Japan, grab but Japan? But that would be great. Like well I don't, I don't. I don't like it personally. Correction. It's just me. Yeah, that for I'll correct myself there. That what could be great. 
if it's See, executed the right to way. To me, I I never like when titles are absent for long periods of time. I so agree. like I whenever agree. whenever Brock when you would would win the title and then be gone for like a year and a then year. like the rest of the roster have to like pretend like their, their belt isn't missing, like that yeah. annoys me. And so that's what it kind of seems like with FDR and the AAA belts. How Kenny, you know, Kenny with all three of the the AAA the the um. TNA belt like I mean of course Kenny was actually doing a little bit more defending um but it's still I it just pisses me off like I really don't don't really like like that but how Ex- often like do they have the opportunity to even defend in AAA because I would yeah. imagine that they would uh, like I would be surprised if they're I don't know I don't know. This is a conversation for someone this else. This is a conversation. Who's a, yeah. Who's a triple A fan? Because yeah. I, but I think your points will take. Because you're saying triple A doesn't have like, um, well, like weekly yeah, like television. Exactly. Yeah. Like how but, often do they even have shows? Is my yeah. How, do, how often do they have shows? Now, yeah, I will that's say that the thing that I appreciate though is that from, from my perspective, at least, like we are being exposed to like triple A's in our conversation right now. And impact was in the conversations that we had a couple months ago when Christian won the impact championship on their, on, um, on their, on AWTV. Right. And so it is good to me from like a brand recognition standpoint, but I hear you. Like, I hope that, I hope that these people are actually present on the other shows we don't have time to watch the other shows. But even then, but like, I hope and again, present. and like you said, even if they're not present on other shows, and you pointed it out, but how many times did we see TNA wrestlers come over to AEW to defend that championship? You know what I'm saying? Like, at the very least, you're not going to be showing up on their show. Have somebody yeah. else, you know, that's the whole point of that for, forbidden door thing, you know? And and from what I understand, people say, like how they've used it. Other people don't. I think they haven't used it for the women enough is like the complaint but you know that's just me i just it's just a pet peeve it's not that a you know aw is doing it but it's just always been a pet peeve of mine when the titles go missing and 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 it just seems like so many titles like yeah and but also the titles are not staying on the people who entered with them from the promotion so like it'd be one thing if like uh, if FTR fought for the championships and lost, but they're the champions, the AAA champions. And mm-hmm. I, we're seeing that a lot more with AEW talent in other promotions, which, you know, the, I think they're positives, also probably negatives, but I don't have a huge issue with it. Yep. Yep. Um, I think that's it. I think it's, uh, you know, we just wanted to hit the highlights, say what we're excited for. Where yeah. We will be watching. Well, I will be watching. I don't know about Matt. I don't know about what? Matt. No, I will watch. <laughs> maybe not live. Maybe not live. But uh, I will yeah. watch. I will watch. Because I am excited about the card overall. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, we ta- I mentioned the Eddie Kingston CM Punk match. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's just more. I, I don't even know. I, like, there's a lot of there's a lot of action happening here. The inner circle American top team match is kind of an interesting one. That, yeah, you know, that is interesting. The it's just weird. Top team. It's very weird. Very, very weird. weird. Uh, Dan Lambert's going to get beat up by Chris Jericho. And, <laughs> Dan Lambert um, is a great mouthpiece though. I will. I like, he's such a, he great does mouthpiece. annoy me. So that, yeah, see, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. He's probably great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, but yeah, what a show. It'll be good. It'll be a strong pay-per-view. Um, yes. I still... I, I wonder if it will surpass All Out for me. I need to go back and watch All Out again because that, to me, is probably still the best show of the year, possibly. But mm-hmm. um, maybe this will surpass it and should be a great one to watch. Sucks that they only have like one women's. Uh, I think match. they'll have another women's. Have, I think there's another women's on a match. Pre-show. It, yeah, yeah, it's not a I big. Think it's, um, I think it's Nyla Rose and Jamie Hader um, versus. Um, Thunder, Thunder Rosa. Rosa and, and off the top of our head, my head. Yeah, that's off the top of my head. And uh, oh, Sheeta. Sheeta. Mm-hmm. There we go. Yeah. There we go. What a match. <laughs> all right. Okay. So um, that's it for AEW. Again, all of the highlights we talked about can be found in the show notes below. Let's uh, just slide right in here into <laughs> into raw slide into raw um oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> no i said i'm just playing raw was really good um they the this whole i've noticed a lot with um so aw aw is doing it um raw and nxt have been doing it a lot interweaving your um, stories like AEW yeah. interwove like the FTR and um, Lucha Brothers story with the uh, Cody Black, Cody Black, yo, Cody and Malachi Black right. versus that, that works. <laughs> Yeah, you know what I'm saying. They, it, yeah, yeah. They, they've interwoven those those storylines, and it's yeah. been really good. And so on Raw, we kind of get the same thing here. So um, Seth Rollins. Basically, we just see the breakdown of KO over a night, like just a complete breakdown for him. And um, I would encourage uh, everybody to go to uh, Myth Gifts at Myth Gifts on Twitter. Do we have a sponsor? No, we don't have a sponsor, but uh, they are really good at they 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 really follow Ke- Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, and they're really good at breaking down storylines between uh uh breaking down storylines using gifts and explanation and they have they are so spot on with this Kevin storyline it's really good because Seth Rollins you know we open with um with Kevin Owens trying to convince Biggie that like you know I I didn't know I'm still a good guy you don't believe Seth Rollins and Seth Rollins is just saying like Kevin Owens is so worse he talks about of he talks about all of the people that Kevin Owens has turned his back on Sami Zayn Jericho every tag team partner that he's ever had you know yeah. And it's just like full scale story storytelling. And you know, Big E's mad because you, Kevin Kevin Owens teamed up with the New Day at one point and turned on them. You know, so it and but Kevin is trying to convince himself and everybody else that he's you know he's a good person. He can change. Like he's not a piece of crap. And <laughs> it's. So so interesting and it's so good and it's so good t- storytelling because he seems very tortured because it seems like he really wants to be good but it's just not in his nature in a sense and we got we got um it was mind games basically Seth Rollins was playing with him all night Kevin Owens was in running around asking everybody if he's a good guy he asked our truth at one point it was so random uh so biggie weird. yeah it was like, weird why this is a, just a. I think I understand 
what ha- happened, but I just feel so thrown off by this. Like, does Kevin Owens need to ask? What number one? In what world does Kevin Owens care if he's a good guy? But also in like it. Also, why does he have to check with other people to see if he's a good guy? Very true. Like, I don't. I don't. It's like fishing for compliments. <laughs> well, but yes, fishing for compliments, but also having a like a personal crisis of like who you are. And so you go to you ask our truth. Yeah, it's our truth, right? <laughs> but uh, Biggie also had a a match with Chad Gable. Which Jesus, Chad Gable. I don't know if you know he got like ripped. Like Chad Gable is ripped, ripped. Now. Is that how he managed to? Well, that was like a very interesting match, by the way. It was. It was a great match. Chad, get, Chad He got a lot of offense. He got a lot of offense in, which, I mean, a lot of people might be like, oh, he shouldn't be getting in a lot of offense against your WWE champion. But again, your t- the champion made Gable look good while also still winning. And it yeah. made me notice. I was like, yo, Gable really got like leaner. He really did. If you look back, he got leaner, but more uh, muscly. Very muscly. Leaner, but more muscly. Yeah, now, I I didn't really appreciate that about him. Maybe because like it's been a gradual progression. Yeah, this because man remember, is a thick. He's a, he he did get kind of thick. Yeah, so like it's weird. Like because I think Gable used to like he was bigger, like short and and, and it, like definitely thicker with muscles. Thick. But now he like seems very toned. Teas. Yeah, like yeah. Yeah, like he trimmed it like there was he wasn't fat. I'm not saying that, no. but he like no he trimmed up. Yeah. All muscle, it seems like. He's all muscle. All muscle. And you know what? Uh, I was just most impressed that he had the offense that he did in the match. Like mm-hmm. there was one move where he had um Biggie almost like an I'll call it an electric chair position where Biggie was on yep. his shoulders. Mm-hmm. Um and I was like, wait, is isn't Chad Gable supposed to be a small wrestler? I always forget that he's <laughs> yes. not like you know what I mean? Yes. I, like a like a small he's character. Small. Yeah, like they, he's not they, small, but they hammer like, over the head that he's small, but he's really not like that small. And that's kind and of And he's what very I strong. And I liked yeah. that he had that position. And so hopefully that helps him out. Um it is kind of funny too, because like there were so many singlets in this match. That was the <laughs> thing that occurred to me where I was like, wow, I feel like this is like a Olympic wrestling right now. Like we're getting Otis with his little singlet that maybe could be a little bit bigger. Yeah. Um, or and and you know, Gable jacked. Uh you got Big E jacked, all of that. So, you know what? I thought that this was kind of a cool little this surprised me. I wasn't expecting it, but I'm glad that Gable is getting some shine and mm-hmm. I don't Definitely. know what they did. They wrecked Otis over the last year and a half, but that's a whole other story. Yeah, and at the end of the match after Big E beat um Gable, we got a stare down between Big E and um Otis, and that's like what the the official WWE mm-hmm. account tweeted. So of course, we had a quote tweet with the big meaty men's uh, <laughs> slapping yeah. meat video. Um, oh, but yeah. yeah, and then so and then after uh, Biggie came out to watch the Seth Rollins Kevin Owens yeah. match, and 
such a good match. Again, Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins have great chemistry together. They always have. This match was like, really was a barn burner. And then Kevin Owens gets distracted long enough to get counted out of the match, which sucks because it was just such a good that match. That was not... I mean, that's kind of what happened, but yeah, not so, really. I mean, Big, Big E got in his yeah. way. <laughs> Big E, yeah. And I have to say, this was like the goofiest, like, not, it wasn't that goofy. We have seen much goofier, even this week, I'm sure. But this was so goofy where, you know, you can just tell that something's about to happen because, especially on the outside, they'd love to do this, where, like, the person who's watching the match is just a little bit too close. Yeah. And I feel like Biggie could have taken a note from the fans, like, stand back. Yeah. Actually, Vince, take a note from Vince McMahon in the early 90s, late 80s. He had that song, Stand Back, uh, uh, Stand Back. Do you know what I'm talking about? That mm-hmm. song? No, I don't. But keep going. Sure. I'll, we'll get back to that. He should have stood back, is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And um, I feel like this was like masterful by Seth Rollins in the sense that um, he was lying all night, we assume. Yeah. Right? Is that yeah. what we're made to, we have to believe? That what? That KO is a good person, actually? KO, well, now it's debatable. <laughs> but he wasn't conspiring with Seth Rollins. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, 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 definitely. That's, yeah. But yeah. The fact I that mean, we kind of get to that point that uh that like he just snapped finally was really interesting. Yeah, yeah. I mean like he snapped. He didn't had a promo after Raw. And it's just like it's it I love it because it's it's still tortured. It still feels like, why am I doing this? But this is what I have to do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like I loved it. I love KO. And I'm I'm gonna be really sad if like uh he really does end up, you know, leaving after his contract or whatever the, the deal might be. Um but I I am looking forward to see where wherever he goes because uh I when he first debuted in WWE, I went back and watched his clips of him like um when he was Kevin Steen and, and it was yeah. Kill Steen Kill and all of yeah. his like really brutal matches. <sighs> Them joints was brutal. So uh and he has a from what I understand, he has a pretty good relationship with the young bucks. So uh, a lot of people, has, I think he probably he he yeah because he was such a an indie mainstay for so long. Yeah, um, I'm kind of on the opposite end of you with someone like him. I mean, if he would want to leave, oh, I yeah. would love that for him. Um, yeah, and I wouldn't say that for everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, like there are a lot of I people love that who for want him, to release, but for not him for because me. you. <laughs> well, I love it for him and. Yeah. Wait, wait, I love it for him and for me because I think that um he like he's gonna land on his feet absolutely wherever yeah, no he matter goes. Where he but goes. I, yeah. I think what you were talking about with Brian Danielson and just how happy it makes you to see him on your screen, yes. I think is a huge reflection of the fact that he is just so happy compared mm-hmm. with what we've seen um not only from him, but just from a lot of people. And so I'm kind of of the mind of like, if you could make a career somewhere else, do good, it. go do it and be, ha- and be happier, please. 
do what you can. It's a rough time to be in WWE, I would imagine, um, especially with different releases and your friends being let go. And so sometimes it's nice to have more control of your over your career. And I think that if it's time, if it's time for him, even though we've had rumors of him leaving for years, years. Um, if it's time, well, we'll see it. But it sounds like he's he's going to be around. He's up on Biggie, so yeah, um, it looks like they have some plans for him. All right. Um. So next up, so we we got the Raw Women's Survivor Series team, and this is what I was alluding to earlier. So for the Raw Women's Survivor team. Yeah. We got in the back uh, again. Uh, God, all the S names. Sonia Deville. Yeah, <laughs> Sonia Deville was basically congratulating the the Raw Women's Team of Bianca Belair, yeah. Rhea yeah. Ripley, Liv mm-hmm. Morgan, Carmella, and Zelina Vega. But then we had Dewdrop, Nikki Ash, and the aforementioned Dana Brooke were mad they're like they're like it's not fair why am i not on this team you know and again this is what happens when you announce the team on twitter like and you don't allow these people to win to get in um and then in the meantime Uh we got sonia making the announcement that the women on the team will have the fatal five way this week and then whoever wins will be able to get the match against becky which then made dewdrop stand up and be like why does bianca get another chance at becky or another shot to get a shot at becky it's not and it's like fair. why don't you you eat your damn cheerios dewdrop because this is none of your business <laughs> and you need to stick to what you do best which is not bianca yeah bianca exactly. you will not you're not gonna be bianca belair yes so stay out of her business and we also had like carmella saying something about nikki ash and then um (laughs) then raya having to check carmella like don't talk about my partner like that um meanwhile queen zelina vega is just in the front just waving like with her crown i'm upset that she wasn't like saying more in this promo because I just I want that I want that accent I want that Brooklyn accent mixed with that British accent back and forth (laughs) I love it that's my favorite thing that's my favorite thing I could listen to that all ooh I could switch it back I'm just picturing like sleep sounds like sometimes you know you want to listen to an ocean sometimes you want to listen to a river sometimes you want to listen to like raindrops I want to listen to Zelina's voice (laughs) and that could put me to sleep and I mean that in the best way possible really really hard really hard for that act think about it it's smooth think about it Think about it. You hear, you hear it in the back of your head, right? Like the Brooklyn so accent, glad. but also the British accent. <laughs> the two accents that fight each other the most. It seems like. <laughs> it's great. Like, I actually am just happy they have something for her is really what it is. Uh, She's so talented so hilarious. and has definitely been overlooked a lot uh, um, until now, basically. So, yeah. So we have that. We get this match, the Fatal Five Way, which honestly, like the Raw Women's team looks stacked, yo. Like that's such a good team. Um, but but is it a good team? It's weird. Is it a good <laughs> team? Like a team? Probably. Is it a good team though? It's a lot of good individuals. Individuals, yes. Um, and but, I will say, 
mm-hmm. will say the thing that, like, to your point, the thing that I actually appreciate about this team that for me makes it a really solid team is like, look who's on the team. Rhea Ripley. You yeah. get Liv Morgan. Mm-hmm. Um, you get Zelina Vega. You get Bianca Belair, Carmella. A lot of people who are not like the who were not the featured players a year ago. Zelina wasn't even in the company as of probably like today a year ago because that's when she was released and then came back. Bianca not featured. Rhea not really on the main roster. Truly. Well they weren't uh, Bianca was on Survivor Series last year. No but, but she wasn't like she wasn't I featured in the way that she went on to be, right? Yeah. She was she was on the glow up, which was cool. Yeah. Again, you you referenced the Bailey feud, and and mm-hmm. that was kind of bubbling up around, starting to so bubble up. That around, started at Survivor Series, yeah, around yeah. this time. Mm-hmm. So I just liked that it was a mix of people who were like either fairly new or not featured, and then you had Carmella, who's been around and been featured for a couple of years, but like and- not at that legend level like the horse women so this was they a all, little interesting they all ended up being um heavily featured this year you know yeah. earlier this year so exactly yeah, and, and then they have becky on the they have becky on commentary which is like okay becky is Nobody wonderful on commentary that. but i was yeah. i really wanted to watch the match to be quite honest but becky yeah did a great job of putting the other women over while consistently saying Liv Morgan does absolutely nothing. So I kind of very much orchestrated who's going to win that match. Like she said, Why? she yeah. at one point she says there are a lot of like history makers in that um, in that match, and she starts to go on and list people's credentials, and then she said, except for Liv Morgan, <laughs> like specifically. I mean, so. Yeah, so Bianca Fair. hits the KOD on Zelina, which talk about having something on a loop. Put that on a loop. Put Bianca KODing Zelina Vega on a loop because Zelina, I swear, is the only one who really takes that move. You have really, said really this well. before. I you have. have said this before. I have. And mm-hmm. I love it. So, and then as she was pinning Zelina, Dewdrop comes out. And Hayden, just Hayden. <laughs> yeah, I mean, why are you, you like this? Actually, look, I I'm happy with anything to happen. Like anything could happen in it happen in kayfabe, and I think we'd be okay with it. Yeah. Why is Dewdrop mad now? Like, yeah, yeah. So, like, right? Is she a heel now? But I love it. I do like it. I like this. Like, man, Bianca's had. Too many turns, and I because so uh, you attack Bianca because yeah, you're mad because you mad she's had opportunities mad. exactly because she's given herself those opportunities because she's dewdrop. Where's dewdrop? Get dewdrop in this podcast right now. <laughs> Call her up. She's probably really not like doing this. anything. Call the, her up. Dang the shade. I mean, where's the lie? But anyways, dewdrop interferes. Uh, I think what what happened? Like Carmella tried to get Zelina. Yeah, like, it, Zelina, I don't but even know if we live did a uh, roll up or something. Yeah, I don't even know. If, I don't. I want to say we didn't even see what Carmella did, but Carmella was going for the pin. Basically, I think when we looked up from Bianca and Dewdrop. Yeah, and it it's so disorienting. WWE needs to really stop oh, doing this. <laughs> no DQ. Oh. Like what are the there are no rules? Yeah, like if we had yeah. guests, I'm so glad we don't have a guest on 
this week yeah. because then we have to explain to them. Well, it's a fatal five way, so there's no DQs. Yeah. Yeah, but like, why not just get a steel chair and go to town? Hmm. Good point. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, <laughs> very, very good point. I don't know who would have done that because we don't have any true heels other than like Zelina and Carmella on there. Yeah. But yeah. I just don't like I like to me that it's like another thing that kind of just makes the wrestlers like dumb. Like, yeah. oh yeah, we don't have rules. Just turn to a hardcore match. Who, it's fine uh, though. I like Scarlet I liked Bordeaux. all of it. Live live Morgan. Side, total up. side note. <laughs> Oh, I was gonna no, you could keep going. I'm not gonna have okay. my aside about how Scarlet Bordeaux wants to have a lingerie hardcore match or whatever it is. That's a whole other that's a whole other thing. Have you did you see that on Twitter? I did not. If she, if she I think wanted it was that. bra and panties. I think it's bra and panties hardcore match is what she said. Jesus. Does she does she want everything to just fly out? And <laughs> did she pitch that to Vince? I can't imagine her pitching pitch that to Vince. No, Vince I don't like, think so. No. But that was, I, I believe I saw that on Twitter. That's funny. Yeah. I mean, you can have whatever all. match you want. I know, right? Right, right. Okay. Um, so, yeah, Liv <laughs> wins the match. So, Liv, it will be Liv versus Becky. Yes, we know that. At a later date, because why did they do this before Survivor Series? Very stupid. Um, but we're also getting Bianca and Dewdrop, which I'm very excited about. So um, they're saying, I think Dewdrop may have got, gotten some edge because Naya is now gone. So the rumor is, are they turning Dewdrop into the new Naya, like the big monster heel sort She's of thing? She's not that big, though. No, like but... Dewdrop. But... I I want her to I want her to if she's gonna turn back I want her to take her name back too so that might be cool. You know but, who Dewdrop Dewdrop gives me kind of um stick with me here but kind of Bray no. Wyatt vibes in the sense that not not in terms of character but just in terms of the ability in the ring like and specifically yes. when I think of I'm and I I mentioned Bray Wyatt because that's the really recognizable name but like. I go way back to the original NXT when he was Husky Harris. When yeah. it's like big guy, but also what they called Agile. him. Agile. What they exactly they called him like the army tank with the Ferrari engine or something Ooh. to that effect was mm-hmm. his nickname. That to me would be where I'd like to see Dewdrop because I agree. we know that Piper Niven is very capable in the ring, agile, able to do all sorts of things. So turn that into a heel. Thing, and it's awesome and that's even something that Naya didn't bring um, oh, I think we okay. might be getting that we might get yeah. that we might get I hope that. so too because yeah. also this like I want to see this feud because this might be the first feud that uh, Dewdrop might be able to like really go because you know she was yeah. she brought was brought on with Eva Marie she feuded with um, uh, who were they feuding Dana Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose at some point, Isn't like really originally, or was it Natalia and Tamina? Either way, and then they went into that Alexa with Bliss each other. Feud. Yeah, that with each other, and then they went yes. into that Alexa Bliss feud. Like she's she's been dealing with women who are just not like literally size wise are just either or size wise with Alexa just smaller. Alexa just really is just smaller, and like talent wise, like. Eva is nowhere near the the wrestling. Well, okay, good. I'm glad you yeah. said Eva. I'm yeah, glad yeah, you didn't Eva. call out my girl Dana. No, 
no. So like I like her versus Bianca, like I feel like that's gonna be so good. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like they can just let loose because another thing I noticed, Bianca has been wrestling the four horsewomen for like the past like eight months. She's been mm-hmm. going. So when she had to step back and and kind of like in this match in particular a few times. You could tell it was just like she has to hold back a little bit. I feel like maybe I'm just, and I'm not tra- saying that against the other women. I'm not trying to be rude or anything like that. Um, I'm just saying when you're uh, used to. <laughs> if you're not the EST, uh, <laughs> from the EST of RHAP yeah. to the EST of WWE, if you're not the EST, you're just, you don't get it. Uh, when you're yeah. the EST, you're different. And uh, Mari gets that. <laughs> Bianca gets that. Exactly. And, and it's just another level. All of that to say that I think her and Dewdrop are going to make magic happen. And I, I and it's kind of like um, it's kind of like uh, her and Rhea. Like I feel like, oh God, I'm, I'm trying to not spend that much time on this, but also Rhea yeah. as well. Like I feel like Rhea has. I feel like Rhea is losing a step. Um. And I don't know if it's because of the opponent. I don't know if she's, you know, her timing, Rhea's timing seems very off kilter in some, some spots in this match. Yeah. I don't, th- I think you said that you felt like Rhea's losing a step. I mean, on, on this, in this, this year on the main roster, I don't even think that Rhea's gotten her footing. There you know you what go. I mean? That might be it. Like it's I just, agree. and I think that's a big part of it. Um, yeah. You know the, what's always just as like an aside on this? I always think it's so interesting to hear from wrestlers after, whether it's after they've been released or after, you know, like later down the line where they're talking about earlier in their career and they're like, "Oh yeah, I wasn't confident. I wasn't this. I wasn't that." I think we've already heard some of that. We heard her say that. Rhea. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you could kind of, you could tell, you, you could see it, see it wrestlers, yeah. when there's that difference or when there's that shift of like the confidence and fun versus ha- yeah. not having fun and not being confident. And um, yeah, because her and, Bianca, her and Bianca yeah. and the rumble at the beginning of the year. That's unfortunate. Yeah. So good. And it's just been, yeah. Yeah. So. I, were they the final two? They're the final two. Final two. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. At some point, they need to kind of revisit that that as well, um, I think. Um, but anyways, uh, finally, we have we already announced the men's Survivor Series team. I don't know if you want to bring that back up, Matt, and um, for the Raw, or I can just say it again one more time. But um, for the Raw men's team, we had Seth Rollins, Finn Balor, Kevin Owens, um, Rey Mysterio, and we had Dominic Mysterio. However... On this week's episode of Raw, uh, Adam Pierce he said he realized like, well, all of the team is made of former champions except for you, Dominic. So now you have to fight your way onto the team against this man, Bobby freaking Lashley. Like, yeah, <laughs> but it's like, but that. it's like you, you, no, 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 Adam Pierce. Here's what you should have said. You should have said. I made a mistake because I made mm-hmm. the teams. I decided to put you in this match, Dominic. And I also decided to tell Bobby Lashley to stand behind the curtain <laughs> to have an opportunity to be in this match. But I'm not going to tell you that you're going to fight Bobby Lashley until now. 
That is very second. <laughs> until this second. So that wasn't fair. Uh, Ray obviously wasn't too happy about that after. But yeah, that. I mean, what? I just get so frustrated because, like, we we haven't had any time to get to know and appreciate and love this team together at all. Mm-hmm. It's so bizarre. It really is. And by the way, the Raw team is a freaking mess. Like, there's no way that this team is going to get along at all. Between right. Seth and Kev, between Seth and Ko, and Ray and Lashley, Lashley, yep, and then Finn Balor's just there twiddling his thumbs. Yeah, it does seem like the the raw roster is way more stacked. Like the guys are like they are stacked. Well, yeah, in yeah. A, in a sense of like they're all world champions. But I also team. feel like that's the team. Like I think the raw team, but they have lose. bad chemistry. Yeah, no, horrible chemistry. <laughs> yeah, horrible, yeah, and agree. it's only getting worse. It's almost like everything that's happening on Raw between the Seth and KO stuff this week, and mm-hmm. even the Ray Dominic Lashley stuff is just meant to set up the horrible dynamic mm-hmm. on that team. Because on the other side, we have Drew. We have Jeff Hardy. We have um, Xavier Woods, King Xavier. We have, uh, what's um, his name? Mystery. Happy Corbin. And then some mystery person who may, who may show up. And like for the most part, this team gels well. Like There's really not any dissension in the SmackDown team. Yeah, the funny thing is uh, it looks like SmackDown team is basically all baby faces and the Raw team is all heels. <laughs> Except for Ray. I mean, and Finn. No, Finn's a heel. Is that what they call him now? Finn's heel, yeah. Look, to me, he's always a baby face in my heart. Same. Yeah. Good times. Mm-hmm. Great yeah. times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, this was like a very interesting thing to to sit with. I don't know. Like, I, I don't know where they go from here. I don't know what's what they do. Mm-hmm. Is there anything that they could do from here? Do we just have the team fighting next week? <sighs> Who knows? It's just, I, I look. Who knows? They, they, the way that they've been setting up Survivor Series has been very, very confusing. The good thing is, though, we'll be there. Yay. Uh, so, uh, the wrestling we're wrap up will be at Survivor Series 2021 at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn, New York. If you, we will, you know, be repping RHAP. So if you see us, feel free to come up and say hi. Um, take some pictures. We will be taking over the Rehapgram's Instagram um, that night as mm-hmm. well. Um, so uh, just come and say hi. Like, honestly, like, yeah. It'll be cool. Hopefully we can do some interviews with the audience when it's over. Yeah. You know, that might be fun. Yeah. Just yeah. follow up, follow, um, go Love to Instagram it. and follow at Rahat Grams so you can see all of the shenanigans that we get up to that night because we will be documenting it as best we can throughout Survivor Series. So Yeah, you know, we'll just be with all of the New Yorkers doing the New Yorker things. If you love New York. If you love <laughs> Tiffany New York Pollard, if you love uh, the Big Apple, if you mm-hmm. love uh, Brooklyn, if you love Zelina Vega's accent, uh, the Brooklyn one, not the, the <laughs> British one, you are going to love 
what we do on the RHIP Instagram. Follow it at Rehabgrams. Off the top. Off the top, Mari. Off the top. Yep. There we go. All right. And so that wraps up. Uh, We will save the rest for another day. Um, Another day. Let's just get into a quick shoot segment here. Uh Uh-oh. Uh oh, uh oh. So the shoot is an unplanned, unscripted, any real life occurrences or events that happening happen in wrestling. And this week we're just gonna do a little bit of shoot, just a yeah, little bit. Yeah, yeah. Tape. We're taping up our fists right now, getting ready to shoot on on some people. Mari, what are we shooting on? Just a graze. Uh, we gotta talk about mm-hmm. Tony Khan. Um, we did. I feel like we did a lot of praising AEW this week, and that's fine. And we will continue. But sure. also, Tony Khan. <laughs> Um, decided that he was asked about like mm-hmm. he was asked about the Empower pay per view. Like a reporter asked him, like, "Oh, did you know how did you feel about the Empower pay per view? Does AEW plan on you know um doing a women's pay per view?" And before the reporter could even finish her question, he cut her off, which her. that annoys me. Who do we know who yeah. was interviewing yeah, him? By sure, the way, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was a woman. We do um. That's Ella J. Yeah, Ella J of SES Scoops asked him the bar, I think, has been really raised this year with a lot of all women shows and main events taking place. But does AEW have any plans or hopes to contribute contribute maybe an all women's (laughs) event out of their own of their own sometime? And again, before she could even get that off, he cuts her off and he says, and I quote. I'm gonna cut off your question right there because <gasps> I don't think <laughs> I, he said. Let me. Uh, oh wow! I don't think I get enough credit for what I did for the NWA show because a good number of people who wrestled on the NWA show were wrestlers I sent and paid. So I do think I contributed because the the highest paid wrestlers on the show were actually people I paid separately from what they already make in AEW to go wrestle on that show and i don't think they did a very good job of telling people that honestly even though it was the deal we we did i wish they told more people that because it was one of the points i made when we closed it was to think i would be uh i'm uh, okay it was one of the points i made when we closed it was i think it would be nice if you would tell if you told people that i was paying the wrestlers coming because it was a big contribution from me so I did pay the wrestlers for hmm. my show. It's kind of like when you pay for a dinner and nobody thanks you. So, huh? Wait, hold on. Could we let before let me quote. let me cut you off, Mari? Uh, yeah, and just say because I know you actually have a lot of, of thoughts here. I'm just very fired up. <laughs> Can I just say, what the heck? Yeah, that was. That's what. Okay, you go. Please, please tell. No, us it's just. Happening. It's just, sir. <sighs> First off, don't cut women off when they are speaking to you. That is the very most annoying thing you can really, yeah. truly, honestly do. Yeah. Um, yeah. But also, like, why did you get so defensive? That question didn't even seem like it wasn't. She wasn't accusing you of anything like a lot of people do, like myself included. I've said on this yeah. podcast how I don't like that AEW's women's division isn't given as much time as their men's. Um, but she was just asking, like, 
says if at any time, any point in the future, do you guys think you'll do an all women's show? And he just immediately, maybe it was that, that word uh, contribute. He it really triggers something in him because he immediately just talked about his finances, talking about how he paid for the Empower show and how he he's mad he didn't get credit for that. I'm like, sir, like this is not. Yeah, this is this is very tone deaf, as they point out in the cage side. I was reading that from the cage side um, seats article. Um, but it's like, that's not the answer. You know, that's just not the answer. You know, it, it just didn't. I don't know. It, I, I hated it. I hated every minute of that. I really didn't like it. I, I really didn't like it. Like, you, yeah, we're not asking I, about you throwing uh, around your wallet. We're asking, do you appreciate and do you value women's wrestling? And if you do, can you show it more? And that seemed like you kind of sidestepped that question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm just so exhausted thinking about it because, you know, I, I think AW would AW does really do a lot of amazing things and mm-hmm. you know they do they're in they have their lane and they do great things WWE has their lane and they do great things but one like they they have a few things that they don't do well and um one of them is just their diversity in general but specifically their women's division is lacking insanely and I just, it's sad. It, I, I don't know. At first I was fired up too. Like mm-hmm. as you read that quote, I was fired up and just wanted to trash him. And now you're just disappointed. And then now I'm just really disappointed yeah. about it because, you know, like who, who is going, when, are, when, ooh, here, here it is, Mari. Here, here's the magic. Mm-hmm. When are we going to have the day in pro wrestling where we have a promoter who is, who gets it, who gets it, who has a women's division that is strong. That's not just the side act, but who mm-hmm. really has like women represented in a powerful way on a mainstream platform. Where, when are we going to have a promoter who has diversity across the board represented um, on their shows? When are you going to have a promoter who elevates stars that are not mostly white people and white men specifically mm-hmm. um, that's the frustrating thing about AEW because it's so new. It's so fresh. They had an opportunity to do something different and to kind of work out a lot of the kinks on, you know, things that have been wrong in the wrestling business in the past, treating the women as special attraction and as a piece, as opposed to what it really should be. We should get to the point where women could be like a huge part of the show. And we've even seen and commented on WWE shows this year where Almost half the card has been women's matches, regardless Mm -hmm. of how much time has been given to those matches. We've seen that. So it's just frustrating. And I guess the point I kind of come back to is like, you know, should we even be surprised at this point? And again, it's like the more disappointment as opposed to anything else. Like we just need, we need better. We need better. We want better. And uh, Tony Khan. (laughs) Come on. Yeah. And I think the biggest thing too is because the AW women's division is, is not lacking. They're just not shown. Like they have exactly. such a good a great division there. It's only that, getting better. Yeah, that too. And so it's very annoying. So yeah, this was very, very tone deaf. But also but, we gotta kind of yeah. talk about 
something else that might have been a little tone deaf as well. Um, Ruby Ruby Riot went on a podcast and was talking about. They asked her about her Brit, her versus Brit promo, and yeah. she said that you know all of that she they came up with. They were they just said we're going to give you guys a mic, go back and forth, and go at it. Nobody wrote that. Which was it was a great pro- promo from both of them. It was um they were going back and forth. One of the interviewers pointed out that they kind of did the dozens on each other. If you know what that means, you know. If you don't, sorry. Um, but I don't. <laughs> that's okay. Um, dozen two, like eggs. <laughs> like yeah, the dozens. You've never played the dozens as a kid. No, Mari. Mm-hmm. It's not fun. It's just you you're going what? back Let's... and forth, and you're just going back and forth and making fun of each other. It's not fun, oh. but it's a very it's a, a staple of the black. Community. We probably called it something else in New Jersey. Probably, um, but Ruby says to Brit, she she a lot of people took that promo as slut shaming because Ruby did say you like she referenced like you're screwing some dude in the back. Like she says yeah. it in the promo, and it's. Yeah. You know, it's not a, a good look. However, um, I went back and rewatched that promo because I remember people saying that back then. And this interview just came out like a day ago and it brought up the same discourse on Twitter again. And I agree. I, I, I think the, the problem with that promo was it was so good because Ruby says like she wanted to go as low as possible because she knew Brit was going to go low about her being fired. And they keep going back and forth. And Britt saying, you like, you have to change your hair and get a new tattoo. And you say you're running, but you just keep getting fired and stuff like that. And Ooh. But the thing is that Ruby said that, you know, Britt is entitled. She's like, um, she said something else. And then she added the, oh, and you're sleeping with a guy in the back. Like, I think that's the most frustrating thing because the promo didn't even need that line. Yeah. It didn't need that, that very slut shamey line you know and it would have been a good promo without it and and she says yeah i got fired but you know it's the best thing that ever happened because now i'm sitting here in front of you and we're about to have this moment and it just wasn't it was kind of unnecessary so i think that's the the biggest reason why it was a letdown especially coming from ruby when all of us love ruby and by no means are we canceling ruby and i am definitely going to continue to root for ruby it was just a, a point where you like sometimes it's okay to criticize your faiths and just to say like just next time just think about like you know you don't need to add that because they they were great unscripted ruby unscripted is amazing and i yeah. admit i forgot i forgot because wwe completely underutilized her and she's great on the mic so it, it was it's so good to see and just if you took that line out, it's all would have still been great. Yeah, 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 yeah. When I watched this promo uh, back just yesterday or the other day, like I guess the thing that that comment stood out to me mm-hmm. or those comments, because I feel like there were a couple that were just like not even b- below the belt. Is That's not the right way to refer to yeah, it, right. mm-hmm. um, but it was just like unnecessary. Like there was a comment in there or it was implied that at some point that women, that this is a thing that happens a lot, that women in the locker room are yes. sleeping with men to get ahead, which yes, is like, exactly. is that even 
remotely true any especially anymore in today's day and age yeah brit like she we've literally seen her claw her way yeah you know up this ladder since and her and and the thing is he adam cole has not he's been in AEW for all of two months Months. where she established herself as herself independent of all of that over a much longer period of time if anything he has to benefit from her glow and her shine because she's been shining in aew and so i just but i don't think that's even a factor i just think it's it's frustrating from that perspective because it's not true like there's not truth to what they're saying in that sense but also to me it kind it didn't feel lazy lazy is not the word this promo yeah. and the execution didn't it was low hanging fruit it, it was felt low like it, fruit. it felt almost formulaic though is kind of what i'm thinking where it's like ooh what what do people say in really good wrestling promos what do women say that's really going to get people fired up and get this crowd fired up and you don't have to work in people sleeping with people for it to be like that like if it was men cutting a promo like obviously you wouldn't have a comment like that mm-hmm. and I, I i just think like that's the part that i felt was unfortunate is that they said "Ooh, let's work in this line because it's a good line it's gonna pop the crowd and like it, it wasn't that, exactly that's what i'm saying <laughs> it just great. seemed it, it just felt like low-hanging fruit is like it was easy it was it was easy it wasn't lazy it was easy yeah it was easy it was easy and it was well like again i can't stress enough the execution and the fire of it was great great. like Mm -hmm. oh wow ruby is a ruby's a strong promo is kind of what i walked away from it with and i think that they they traded blows back and forth where it was really Mm -hmm. they both ended up looking good yes exactly but um just yeah i mean i'll also say this that for better for worse i mean as much criticism as it might have received, I'm sure that that comment didn't receive nearly enough criticism because the fan base that's watching, oh yeah, like does not care about slut shaming yeah. for the most part, or like probably doesn't care about. Well, it was I don't like, say they don't care, but you know what I mean. You, yeah, like the they, the comment yeah. section on it was literally like like the men yeah that was awesome and the women exactly. like wow that's messed up you know that's what I'm and it's saying. just because it's different shared experiences you know yeah. like mo- yeah. most women are can relate to when they all of their hard work has been reduced to slut shaming and it's like not cool you know what i'm saying so and yeah. then again we also for the brit and ty Conti um feud that's coming up today we also got a little bit of weird back and forth where brit says something to the effect of like ty just like showing off her ass and it, it was very, very weird. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I mean, actually, that, thing that you like showing off. It's like, yikes! What? Yeah, yeah. And, and they showed the Ty's modeling strange. pictures, and oh yeah, they did. She's like, "Why are you so obsessed with my with what I do with my body?" And it was weird. It, we and it, we just need to get weird. away from it. I think it's weird, especially to put it puts the focus on the wrong thing. So even when it's like, cause I, now it's clicking for me in the preview for full gear where they were talking about that. And I distinctly remember they showed the pictures of like Ty, Ty Conti, like leaning. I think there's one like leaning up against a wall or something like that. (laughs) And it's like ass, you know, but I just think it's like, what, 
what are we now doing? you're just yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're distracting from the rustling yeah and it like what is it adding truly i mean i get that the story isn't the most fiery story but you don't need to go for the low-hanging fruit people and yeah. it, it's like it has nothing to yeah um, and even and even like, again Brit- are we seeing that with the male performers with the men no. Yeah, and we even see Brit say something to the effect of like, "Oh, and oh, you're gonna talk about how I have friends in the back." Okay, be original. Like, it, even she's over it. We're all over it. Like, we just need to move on from that. So, yeah. All right. Either way, that's it for the shoot. Um, let us know if there's anything you want us to shoot on by leaving us a email. Wrestling at robhasawebsite.com. Or, of course, uh, you can find us on Twitter. You can find me at Mari Talks Too Much. That's two like the number two. Matt, where can the people find you? You could find me at Matt Scott GW on the Twitter, on Stereo, on the places. Um, that's GW at the end, Matt Scott uh, at the beginning. <laughs> and, you know, uh, that's where you can find me. But, uh, Mari, do you have like Plugs, things that of you want course. to tell the people about. I have to. So, of course, like we said at the beginning, we were both on the Bachelorette podcast this week, hanging mm-hmm. out with Amy and Haley. Please go check that out on yeah. the Bachelorette Rehap Up feed, wherever you get your podcast. I was also on Married oh. at First Sight with our good friend of the pod, Asia Welsh. And again, Amy, mm-hmm. I, I, did, I had a double dose of Amy this week. I hope I didn't um, annoy her too much. <laughs> uh, both of them, we covered the Decision Day episode of Married at First Sight. So, not the end because it's still they still have like two like maybe two reunion specials so another couple of more hours of married at first sight so just go um go subscribe to the married at first sight um rehab up podcast again you can find them married at first sight rehab ups wherever you get your podcast feed it's a great show if you if you like us on the bachelor you'll love married at first sight and um it is it is just a great show and they are great great hosts so please please go check them out and i'm not just saying that because i was on there this week it is a great show and i love listening to them even when i'm not on um so other than that uh matt you have any plugs or can we uh take oh, it out? The ba- well the bachelorette is uh the big plug to, i can't yeah. say, that was so much fun to do it really was uh and to be part of so definitely check that out the, again the bella twins make an appearance um not featured make an appearance. singular yeah appearance. Uh, there's some we always come through with the wrestling references wherever we go so yes listen out for those and then also Wild to believe that this was at the start of the week, but on Monday this week, I recorded the patron Q and A with the one, the Uh only Rob Sesternino. And, um, we talked about Survive 41 and that's actually available, I believe, on the RHAP YouTube. So where you could see our beautiful faces right now is also, if you scroll back a little, where you could see the patron Q and A, which was a lot of fun. Probably there are always wrestling references and everywhere. So, if you want to find the wrestling Easter eggs in RHAP, this is a good place to look. But I, you know, I think those are the plugs. Those, are the pl- oh, I'll also plug just for anyone who's listening who's who might be in Philly. Um, I oh, will yeah. be at Bryson when presents next week. Last mm-hmm. time it was in DC. Uh, Mari was there. I was mm-hmm. there. A lot of our other 
RHAP friends were there, um, new and old alike. And yeah, I'm going to be going to that and um, it's going to be a good little time. So if you're there, well, if you're going to be there, let me know you're going to be there. But if you're there, uh, hit me up and say hi, because that'd be weird to know that you're there and and not actually meet you in person. So um, that's those are my plugs. But Mari, back to you in the studio. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thank you for joining us this week on the Wrestling Rehab Up podcast. We will see you next week. And of course, watch out for any flying elbows. Bye. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.